What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, alongside producer slash seducer Nick Scarpino. Hello. Welcome What's back. going on? Talk to me. Hello. I've been gone. I haven't been around you for a while. What's going on? Let I'm it out. Having... You're at the safe spot. You're at the safe table. What's happening? We're on a live podcast. What's going on? You hanging in there? 4.0 kicking your ass? What's going on? Yeah. I'm still tired. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You've been doing a lot of the comedies? Uh, a lot of comedy, a lot of, uh, we just, Andy and I shot something yesterday that I, my, I've had my uh, head down just editing. Sure, all day, sure, so. sure, sure. Just stuff, you know. Okay. For KF, burn on the wall. Yeah, for KF. Tomorrow. You can see it. Love it. Over here, the Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Cortez. No, this you're day. early. You're early, but it's episode two. It's fine. Your career is still fresh here. Over there, Forbes, 30 under 30. I just got an email from AKA! That. The second best baby blues in San Francisco. Well, like, we, my bad. We didn't mean to give it to you. AKA <laughs> the verified one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. What emails did you get? They're just like, hey, this is Forbes 30 or 30. Do you want to join the newsletter? And like, let me tell you guys, you Forbes yes. 30 or 30, the biggest. Well, I'm obviously already on it. Like, that's a fucking. Fuck me. Like, Sorry, man. But that, like, like, why, nice would they, why would they do that? <laughs> like, hey, you want to join the newsletter that we've already sent you a fucking hundred things uh, in the last I couple see, weeks? I see. It's like, eh, you, you've gone too far here. It's all a scam just to like try to get me to go to these fucking events and like make them money. Dude. I respect it. That's you know cool. what I mean? They, they're on my. I thought they were like you're on my list. I thought they were like selling you discount electronics or something. It's pretty weird. I, I've been getting a lot of emails from Forbes and from MoviePass. And oh MoviePass, my god! What's MoviePass? The saying? desperation yeah. that they have. God, I'm not kidding about this. I'd say once every two days we get a fucking email of them just being like, "Hey man." We're not gone yet. Uh, you With can, your help, we cannot be gone forever. But it's like, but we got a deal to entice you. If you buy three bottles of wine, you'll get another one free. And it's like, what the fuck? What's this have to do with movies? And <laughs> Does another she just thing. push you like, out of your seat and take the computer your, at that point? Is your car insurance bad? We can help you out there. It's like, they just keep on. Like, is your desk lamp not working? <laughs> So clearly, MoviePass is just selling their email subscriber list yeah, just to get to other. That's totally what's happening. I'm like, this is hilarious. Y'all are so yeah. fucked. It is sad. Long is it sad? list. Yeah, it's really sad. We never saw it coming. No. There's something magical. No, don't worry about it. Alamo's going to have theirs up and running soon. Then it'll matter. <laughs> then it'll matter. <laughs> They'll have theirs up and running soon. Yeah. Hey, I'm in the beta. The app sells What are you going to call it? Alamore Movies? That's not bad. You should hit him up and pitch okay. that. Okay, I will. I, I, free, I, I will. The, this is called the Laplight. Laplight Movie Pass. You're such... You know, you love Alamo as much as I do, but I you do. just love ganging up on something. <laughs> like, you, you, up, you, here's Nick. Wow, they have a pretty app. Nick does this and he goes, which way is the wind blowing? Oh, yeah. oh every, the, the majority, three people in the oh, room, two, two majority people don't like it. I'm going to have something to say I'm negative about here's it. What, here's what my role has been Season lately. pass is what they call it. I'm on the wait That's list not. for the Alamo season pass. Here's, why would you need to be on a wait list for it? Because they haven't launched it yet. Because it does oh, My favorite moment of Nick doing that thing that he just did to you is easily... In party mode, where I'm getting destroyed by Nick nonstop, and it's just him talking shit to all of us, but mostly me. Yeah. And then Joey does really bad in a yeah. match, and it's suddenly because man, Joey just cannot catch a break. <laughs> she was like, "I hate it." I was like, "But do you notice that it's just it's all Joey now? Like yeah. that's where the focus he's, is." He's got he's this, he's very analog. It's yeah. one or the other. And, it's, and I, I believe it's because I passed him in the rankings, like yeah. at turn whatever. And tonight it was all just like, "Yeah, but Joey's just doing terrible." <laughs> it was so funny to watch, Andy. I have to. I am the one in this office. Charged with bringing balance back to the force. <laughs> Do you understand that? Everyone's always so happy. Everything's going great. Right. There's got to be a little mud on the shoe. 
every once in a while. We recorded a party mode yesterday yeah. that you'll see in the coming weeks of us playing new Super Mario Bros. Oh, U. God, yeah. And it might have been Woo-hoo. the most infuriating Nick moment I've had in <laughs> I wish in you were there. You loved it. You loved it. <laughs> so Nick was torturing you. It was, I mean, uh, yeah, for all of those us. of you that don't know, the game is a co-op game. You yeah. can fuck over your friends and whatever. There's some competition. Nick didn't do any of that. No. Well, didn't didn't do the comp- competition bit. <laughs> he just fucked us so hard every time. Every time. Somebody's got, got to. I picked yeah. one of the characters that doesn't get injured by anything and just speed ran that shit. And it was so Play the suckers. Run. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch it that. Was it was infuriating. It was infuriating. <laughs> I was like, guys, I'll get this thing real quick. No! <laughs> if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Kind of Funny Podcast each and every week for best friends gather around this table each coming to talk about whatever's happening in their lives if you like that head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can be part of the show if you're a bronze subscription member if you want to go a little bit higher that silver tier you get each and every episode early ad free and with that pre and post show as early as when we're recording it but if you don't want to pay us any money no big deal three days later youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe Greg Miller. Yeah. Big fan of your shirt. I'm always a big fan of shiny shirts. You know Again, I mean? remember, this is from the... Uh, Kevin, give me my one. Do we have... Or the, at least the two. There it is. This is my wing stop. Here, Move, oh, moving the light. Yeah, let's this see is my. This dead. is my uh, wing... Shake them. Let's my see w- the movement. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> 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 but I, I was about to say, I like the, the your ring matching your shirt. Oh, that's how that's I nice plan it. I have many rings good. that are all You should have a bunch clean. of gold chains. You look so. You got cool. a lot of good ideas, Andy. You look I'm so. I'm telling cool. you what. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's my Wingstop shirt from the Wingstop thing, where they sent it for a sponsorship, and then I was like, "Can I keep the shirt and wear it all the time?" And they're like, "What? Why would you send back a shirt?" Yeah, keep it. And I'm like, "I'm gonna wear it all the time," and it's the second time I've worn it, and Hell I'm pretty yeah. stoked about it. Another pitch. fabric too. Another pitch. Big puffy gold jacket like Missy Elliott's. Yeah, I uh, like that. Yes. Yeah, man, you would look rocking. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You look great right now. Anyway, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah. For a second, I thought it was a golden nugget. I thought there was just a golden nugget on your shirt, but it's a wing. It is a it's wing. It's a golden wing. Yeah, it's a little drummy, right? doesn't make sense, but it, I like it. It does make sense. I mean, I've never seen a wing that color. Well, I mean, it's just... It's, You're I think a golden wing? You're eating a gold wing? Well, actually, you know what? I, I'm not going to be this guy, but I have. If you go to Birdie's in LA, they sell... The, they paint. They did a thing where they were spray oh. painting the shit. Mm. I, I, I do want to get to the bottom of the shirt, though. Sure. Because like, Nick brings up a solid point. Like, Why would they associate gold with the wings? But then it's I realized sure. there's something happening in the bottom left. It's the money sign. Money symbol. But it's not the money sign. Sure. It's the W and the S for Wingstop. Sure. That's really cool. Well, That's this was, I think they worked backwards. When I originally oh. wore this, there was conversation of is this, uh, what is it? Uh, Rick Ross, he owns a Wingstop oh. uh, franchise. And then, but he got famous. Uh, he was famous for music, I guess, before probably. But he was famous sure. at one point for saying something you know, about really oh. enjoying Wingstop. So did he ever say, hell yeah, I want Wingstop? And is that where the shirt came from? And then would the gold apply mm. somehow to that? I didn't read the shirt. But people asked that, and I had no, I don't know. I don't know en- enough about Rick Ross. I yeah. just know his brother Bob. Is and that's all. The, yeah, Bob Ross, the, ar- Bob Ross, the artist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Weird that they spell their names completely different, the last name. What do you mean? It's just it's how, do, how does one of them spell it and the other spell it? There's an I at the end of one. The other one, one has right? double Rossi? dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Rossi? <laughs> Isn't it Bob Rossi? Bob Ross is Bob Rossi? Bo- it's Bob Ross. What are you the talking? painter? The painter? Yeah, what are you talking Bob about? Rossi? 
apologize. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, you want to talk about what it, uh, the Mandela effect and like yeah. Berenstein Bears if and we shit. If we're about to like Google Bob Ross. I, thought, I always thought it was Bob Rossi, but I could be. Give me a Google, Kevin, Bob I, Ross. I must be wrong. No, no, yeah, Bob okay. Ross. I was about to say, if there's an I at the end of Bob Rossi, I'm about to lose my that fucking mind. Freaking insane. They definitely did no. something on it. Bob Rossi, no one. Rick Ross has a verse that he starts off. He's like, I'm a fat bitch. I got a fat belly. <laughs> I, goes, I respect that. Oh. He's featured in the uh, in the fire fraud, Firefest Hulu documentary. I'm not oh, about really? this Hulu thing. All right, why? Netflix said it first. No, Netflix is gonna put it out. I'm a Netflix boy. I'm no. waiting. But here, no, no, no. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are two very. There's a very important thread here. The Netflix documentary <laughs> is produced by Fuck Jerry. Who is this social media? Sure, like, I know. Yeah, meme I saw stealer. him on Netflix. Uh, I saw him on the Netflix thing about social media. They also ran American meme. They Thank also you. ran social media for Firefest, and knew everything was fucking bullshit. Like they knew that things weren't going well with this festival, yet continued to work on it and didn't ever question it. And were deleting comments like, "Hey, what's up with my flight?" And what's up? With, like mm. they were being really shady about everything. And now that it's all fuck over, they're like, "Hey, let's produce a documentary," and. One of their former employees is like heavily featured in the Hulu documentary who then quit Fuck Jerry or whatever okay. because of how shady everything was and was just like, so Firefest is, or so Fuck Jerry essentially like, you know, was part of the problem. Had their cake and ate it too sort of thing. God where, damn you know, it. So Netflix's is not out yet. No, no, Friday. Yeah, but, Hulu's I, but you gotta pay for Hulu's Hulu. is really good, man. You gotta pay for, you gotta pay for Netflix. Yeah, but I, I keep my Netflix subscription on all the time. Hulu, all right, you got the handmade sale? I'm here. You don't bounce. I don't need whatever. But the whatever fuck you else. quit, they always say, hey, you want an extra month? We'll hook you up. And you know what I say? Fucking Shawn Michaels super kick him. And they're like, oh my God, we're a service. How did you hurt us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it true. was really good, Joey. I, I had to enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. And they have interviews. Oh, this thing is live already? Like, you can watch yeah, this? Yeah, well, this yeah. is the thing. Hulu undercut. They did the Tom Green Smart. undercutters Smart. bit, and they put out theirs a couple days before. Smart. Massive shade thrown. Joey, your review. I really liked it. I, I'm fascinated enough by Firefest that I will still watch the Netflix one to see Same if here. there's anything different. Yeah. Same here. Um, but, but really good insight from the main guy, the main shady-ass <laughs> fucking... Like compulsive lying con artist, and Joey, I didn't know his history. Me either. It was really cool stuff. learning yeah. all of it. You would know this, uh -huh. the Tonicon situation. Yes. When Shane Dawson put it's out Tonicon, well, you, you always call it Tonicon. Tana. 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 Banana. Tana. Muffin. 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 <laughs> you guys, in, in her culture, you say Tana. Um, there was the follow-up documentary they made. Otana means uh, family. Did it ever come out? From the out? other side. Did it come out is my question. I don't think question. so. Because the, 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 the villain. Yeah, he's supposed to like debatably. be making like one showing his side of the story. I don't yeah. think it's come out as far as I know. Uh, oh, it was out. Cool Greg says it was weak. It was weak. Cool Greg effect. Yeah, I thought I thought it was incredible, this documentary. I yeah. thought it was... It, it You just feel sort of the dread happening coming towards the end of the movie when it all is sort of realized that... Oh my god, there's FEMA fucking tents and mattresses on the ground and a lot of booze, but yeah. nowhere to sleep. And Two every million dollars worth of booze. Like the people running the event are like, you need 18 months party. in advance to run something this big. And we had four. Yeah. And it just was impossible to do any of this. And we kept wondering, are you sure you want, like, are you fucking kidding me? And then as everybody's boarding the planes and it's like, oh, I hope this is good, <clears throat> Blink-182 drops out. And it's like, Oh fuck! This isn't a good sign. If like they weren't feeling it, they yeah, were exactly. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. 
It's, We're gonna I, stay I home it was right now. Dude. We're sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked all of the stories and the input from the people that were on his team, being like, "We we see that the like the wheels are off on this, but we can't. We're trying to pull it together as much as we can." Yeah. And then. And then on the and then show. a couple days before the main guy, I already forgot his fucking name, yeah, uh, but he wants a he wants a pirate ship sent, and they're uh, they're like, we don't have time to bring a fucking pirate ship to. the... What are you talking about? But he was so set on this idea. I get it. And he was this kid who was apparently kind of like a Zuckerberg boy genius who like somehow like early was an entrepreneur and he'd be like, hey, for a dollar, I'll fix your crayons and like stupid shit like that. And like his mom said that as a young kid, he was like reading really early and he was smart really early. And um, it's just crazy to see how it just all went downhill. Did he get the pirate ship though? I don't think he got the pirate ship. No, no. But, but they're awesome. like, that how are we going to bring 20,000 people to this event when we're bringing them on just like propeller fucking planes that fit like 20 people, you know? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? It's I just, remember when this shit was going down. We were at Chipotle and yeah. you just were on your phone. You're just like, what the fuck is Ja Rule doing? And yeah. I'm like, I haven't heard the name Ja Rule in 15 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was going to be his comeback, man. You know, he was going to yeah, be yeah, Firefest guy. Him and Ashanti. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I, I think it's a must watch. And I do really think the angle is really like, fucking major shade from Hulu of like, oh, hey, sure. we're putting ours out first. But by the way, the guys who kind of helped make all this fraud happen are making the next documentary. So you, dope. it might feel weird watching that one, knowing that like, I love it. Man. They I helped mean, con out go. a lot of people. The thing though, like that, that next documentary is going to be real good though, because those guys were actually on the inside, like helping to market this shit. So yeah, they know well, the truth. Well, no, well, I mean, one of their former employees that quit was in the Hulu one. Oh, so he and was, who was like, in Don't charge of watch that one. who was in charge of like designing the whole thing and the layout, and they're talking about like, yeah, on um, on muted words, we muted like even the word festival. Like you have to mute bad, you have to mute flights, you have to mute schedule Job lineup, rule. mute everything, and then people would like Pirate ship. if you, know you were be. if you were questioning or complaining, they would send you a cease and desist. Jesus, <laughs> like that's how bad it got. That's you know? not legal. I it's don't think. fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I would be. Uh, that's interesting because that that just goes to show you how fucking bad it was. Because the shit sure. got out anyway. It doesn't yeah, matter. man. They didn't do their job very well. But I need two things from you. Okay. Number one, can you bring my laptop? Uh huh. Number two, can you put up a Patreon post for this? It's like, hey, what do you, what do you want to see the guys talk about? I I forgot that I tried to do that now at the end of the show, so I never did that. Okay. Thank you. What? Why, why did that get a? Sh- why did they get the Joey? What do you mean? That starts my wheels turning on. Like, oh, we should do something more regular and all of that stuff. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. we'll talk about that. All right. Later. You're gonna put up a post right now asking yeah. people what we should talk about. Yeah. For next week or for this one? For this one. Well, I mean, even if we get there, who even knows if we'll need it? But I like to have it. You know. We all got stories. I mean, I could pick up the thing from last. No, time. I'm just. I'm, I think it's a great idea. Main guy's going to jail for nine years, by the way. Holy Good. shit! So much to go to what are the charges? That's uh, like just crazy fraud and all this bullshit. Like crazy uh, fraud. Like, <laughs> like well, also he just. I mean, he just lies nonstop about everything. And then they also interview like psychologists who are like, "No, yeah, this is what fucking con artists do. Like they, they will pass lie detector tests because they believe what they're saying and like." They're all about being chummy and smiley and, hey, you know, I'm a cool, personable person, but they're here to fuck you over. And this whole event was about fucking over rich millennials with, like, social followings. And they did. And they they fucked him over, too. Washed from a Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) They also talk about how, like, how he got it started was, like, he would buy a bunch of tickets to, like, Hamilton, and he couldn't afford them. Um... But in order to pay for those Ham- Hamilton tickets, he would sell Super Bowl tickets afterwards to pay for the Hamilton debt. 
and Super Bowl tickets would sell out. It's like, oh, I'm selling tickets to the fucking Met Gala or whatever. And the guy who like works kind of on the team was like, you can't buy tickets to the Met Gala. You can't buy tickets to a private party with Beyonce. But well, he somehow sold it to people, yeah, and like hilarious. it was always like the next thing sold all the debt for the next thing, but yeah. that thing had so to always sort of underwater. Yeah, it was. Cr- it's fucking well, he's a crazy. Artist. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. But what's it, what's insane about this is like you know I'm a I'm a very paranoid human being. Mm-hmm. Right? No, yeah, I'm very paranoid, and uh, that's why I'll never go to like a Coachella or actually I would go to Coachella, but I won't go to like Burning Man. It's yeah. just not gonna happen. Because uh, in my brain, I'm gonna go to Burning Man. I'm gonna run out of water. No one's. I'm gonna be the. I would. I was an asshole to someone day one, and they're gonna be the person that's like, well, yeah. I could have given you water, but you were an asshole day one. They're gonna be then turning I die you in the like desert. where the pigs are on the over the fire. You exactly, know what I mean? and they fucking. Your body's gonna be roasted. But instead of hitting that moment where I learn something about myself and, and fundamentally change, I just fucking die, yeah. and somebody eats my body. There's like nothing some, that scares me more than Burning Man. Burning Man is ridiculous. Me too. So that's the idea horrifying. of like going flying to a remote place on the planet. To go to a festival like this just and sounds do a fuck ton of drugs. Ridiculous. That you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know where they're like, coming they're from. They're coming from your friends. Yeah, don't you're your burning new, man friends. Where'd your friends get them from? Are you telling me if right now Lauren Lanning walked in wild eyes and gave you a drug, you wouldn't take it? Come not on. Come on. Yeah. Burning man, maybe, but like, no, probably not. Lauren well, the thing is, Lauren's. Yeah. Lauren, I'll do respect the Lord. His tolerance is going to be a lot higher than <laughs> for sure. When, for Burning, when Burning Man is over, there's always like at least 30 dead bodies and just a big fucking bulldozer just like scoops all the bodies up. I know I'll ever remember the pit. Uh-huh. Those, those are the, the people that didn't survive. Bur- Burning Man is one of those things that I'd like to go to if, if it was a day trip, which is fundamentally the opposite of what Burning Man's supposed to be. Right. I would like to go, normal clothes. Go there, experience it, and then drive the fuck out that night. I would but like Birdie Man to, to be a YouTube video that I can just skim through yeah. and be like, they, they I have those it. for sure. I'm out. Those you can absolutely watch, and they're stunning because it looks cool. But I think you I have know, to sit, man. and I think you have to get stinky, and I think you have to like. It's, you have to get it's a lot of dirt. You, you have to put your stinky part in someone it's, else's stinky part. It's and very much like together, Lord of the Flies. Why don't you shower? Do you even shower? I think you pour water on each other. Yeah, you, some people uh, bring showers, some people bring other stuff, and you can but it's you do all like trade, the, man. It's all trade. Yeah, all that's, trade the thing, Kevin, that's the yeah, thing, Kevin. That's yeah, no, yeah. There's me. no currency, and the only that's thing I have awesome. to trade. You guys are crazy. That's his mouth. That's all I got. Damn, Nick. That's all I got. To that's tra- your instrument. Talking, I talk, guys. I'm yeah, yeah, it's your instrument, right? I'm a comedian. Jesus Christ, get your fucking heads out of the gutter. And it's a wet mouth. I'm gonna tell you this right now, Kevin and Andy. We're gonna have a good show tomorrow. The cafe is going to be a good show tomorrow. Yeah, it is. I'm excited. I'm excited. We're excited, Kevin. Yeah. Let's get it going, yeah. doggy dog. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, because I haven't told you so, you want to know today's Kind of Funny podcast is brought to you by University of Advancing Technology and Hims. but I'll tell you about that later. For now, what else do you guys want to talk about? I just want to talk about... Hey, you went to Mexico. You went to Mexico. <laughs> that was weird. Say it the right way. Mexico. 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 No. Mexico. We already learned about Argentina. Mexico. Uh, it was weird. I was in Cabo. Never been there. Never were you in Mexico or were you in the? You were in Mexico, right? Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought when you tagged it, it was it, you tagged in like Baja, California, or some shit like That's that. Mexico. But he said he was in Cabo. Yeah. But Baja, California, is Mexico, right? That's it's California, like is long, and that little extra piece is called Baja. On the yeah, bottom, Baja, yeah. But the it's ocean, not, nothing but Baja. That's Black. not U.S. Yeah, but but uh, sorry, I'm just confused as to where you were. I thought, I, I, I thought you were in Baja. To be fair, I'm confused too. I, California. A, so California goes into Mexico. A part of it's it. that little, little strip, Kevin. Just, little, Baja, California, a Mexican state. There's a little dingleberry. Baja, right California is a Mexican state on the Baja, California Peninsula, bordering the U.S. and the state of California. It's yeah. that little like hang on dick sort of thing. That, is that that's looks like a horse is though? Is it? I guess it is. I'm looking it up. Is Cabo in Baja? No, Cabo is not in Baja. 
The cat. No, it, it is involved. It is. It's very oh, much involved. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. idiot. There you go. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> I'm an wow. idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. You, you geotag one of your things, and I was like, that's the longest geotag ever. It was like Baja California, Cabo, Mexico. Yeah. Los Puesos. Exactly. Los that's, Puesos. What it, that's what it was. Not yeah, I went to, went to Cabo. It was the first time I ever went to a resort that was like all inclusive. Like, oh. Yeah, the, the whole thing. We got the penthouse, which yeah. was crazy. Oh, yeah. Which sounds fancy. Yeah. But a couple things to keep in mind. It's Mexico. Just Everything's a, super cheap. Just a magazine. We also had a shit ton of people with us. Do you us, remember the so. name of the place you stayed at? No. Okay. No, I don't. Um, but it was the most beautiful penthouse I've ever seen. A, we had a private jacuzzi. It's called Cabo Wabo. <laughs> so Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo penthouse. What do you think Sammy Hagar was thinking when he opened that place? Fucking, I want to make a million dollars. So much fucking has. money selling booze to shitty tourists. <laughs> Did you guys go to Cabo Wabo? No. There's a place called Senor Frogs. Yeah, that's, a, that's I didn't go there. That's the place that's like. Did you go to the big mall as well? No. Have you been to Senor no. Frogs in Florida? No. Oh. No. It's not like you lived. The last time that. I was in Cabo uh-huh. was with G Unit. That's amazing. Yeah. You, that was in Cabo? I think it was in Cabo, yeah. Wow. Wait, who's. What? G Unit? I did a 50 Cent, cent blood on the sand thing. Oh, the actual G Unit. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> because at one point, we called you, me, and Cool Greg the G Unit. Yeah, that was the lunch G Unit. Where we would go to lunch together. Yeah, we did that joke for about two weeks. Nick and Cool Greg in Cabo. Because that's even we would funnier than him in the real G unit. We would get arrested. <laughs> so why did you go to Cabo? Uh, it was my friend's 30th birthday. Okay. But the best part about this is the Nintendo Switch. Because we had a private jacuzzi, and every fucking night, the girls would do whatever the hell they were doing. And all the guys just get in that damn jacuzzi, put our switches down, get some pro controllers, think, uh, smash it up. You know what Conservatively, I mean? you guys are doing it wrong. Uh, no. <laughs> just don't no, know no, if that's no. how jacuzzis were meant to be. Speaking of doing it wrong. when there's a group of women. Um, the fucking alcohol there is ridiculous because it's, it's free because it's all inclusive or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the most watered down shit oh, yeah. of all time. It's like Vegas, but like cheaper. But what's crazy about it, though, is they water down everything and they try to play it off like they don't. And they'll like they'll really do this whole pony dance of like a tequila bottle and like show you them opening it. I'm like bullshit. It's like that, that thing has been open before. You've syringed water. Into oh yeah, this shit. It's like man. the city like, Caddyshack where he comes back with the beer. He's like, whoa. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine them. I like to imagine them prepping the drinker. Like, ooh, it's so strong. <laughs> like, oh, oh man, don't water. go blind, guys. <laughs> Be careful out there. Yeah, it, it was it was uh, quite the adventure. My next question. Wouldn't recommend. Did, did you go to the the resort's pool? Yeah. Did you? Is it like the top of the place? And did it have? Like, was it like one of those like waterfall ones? That went over? No. Well, actually, there was an infinity pool. We didn't go over there though. Okay. okay. Um, but there was like a bunch of different pools. One of them was one of the swim up to a bar pool. Yeah. And in the water, there was actually like bar stools. That's they fine. made a tile. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the same place. Those are cool. Here's the thing, and this is n- not scientifically tested at all. I believe there's only one all-inclusive place in Cabo. There's not because there's a whole bunch. I went to the one, and then Colin went to that same one, and then it sounds like you went to the same one. Yeah, wherever it is, just drawn to the one place. It's awesome. awesome. It's also science, possible. Science, science with Kev. 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 I'm Kevin. <laughs> no, there's, there's both yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that I stayed there. Because I stayed in a resort. It wasn't all, I mean, we didn't get the I mean, there's like 10 thing. resorts all next to each other. Yeah. Ours was uh, actually not that far from the, the like, the touristy area. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. God, I had so I'm many sure, crumbs yeah. on me. It happens. See a lot of Cheetos. Um, I forgot what I was driving at. My apologies. Uh, no, you you were there. You were all playing Switch. You were all getting your Switches wet. You're all touching your Joy-Cons. Just rubbing each other's Joy-Cons. Rubbing them off, man. Sand. I don't know. I don't know. Make sure it was weird. So you were there for a 30th birthday? Yes. Yeah, it was fun. Was it just blackout drunk all day long, all all night No, because it was super watered down. Like It was like impossible to get drunk. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of all-inclusive places. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that <laughs> middle. I think I feel like that middle one's where I stayed. This one? No, Where's sorry. The, the towers. The towers at Pueblo Bonita. That looks very familiar. That looks. That looks familiar. Yeah, I think that was where I stayed. Tim, is this where you stayed? No. Now I remember what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> we we met a woman there. I could be wrong. That uh, was uh, a, a little like a little older than us. Oh, um, I thought she's gonna be small. You're, she was a tiny guys person, age, maybe. <laughs> Uh, not old, but like how big, like six inches off the ground. <laughs> She's like a little midge or whatever for Pee Wee's Big Adventure. But we, we met this woman, and she uh, was no, that was her name. Freshly divorced, oh, yeah. and like she was telling us this whole story. Then we find out she's from San Francisco, and it's like oh shit. And we had one single friend, and I'm like, this is oh. this is a, this is gonna be a fun little trip. And like it, life just kept working out. There would always end up being me, Gia, my single friend, and then she'd be at the pool, and she would just be like, hey guys. I was like, oh man. Then. We get back to SF. Yeah. He orders an Uber pool. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. She's the driver. Richard Pryor. With her. And I'm like, this is a fucking movie right now. It was pretty fantastic. Uh, They're still talking. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know the end of the story yet. Did they seal the deal on vacay, though? Because there's nothing better than that vacay makeout sesh. Nah. Vacay makeout. Vacay makeout. Vacay makeout. Vacay makeout. Nah, I was none of that. I got to go snorkeling, though. That's fun. see a bunch of fishes. Did you get sunburned? Yeah, my wings right now are pretty bad. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got, I got the color. It's not. You good. have the color. Yeah, but you yeah. know, usually you're come back like a third degree yeah, burn. No. I was. You guys saw me in San Diego. Embarrassing. When I, it, was it was embarrassing. embarrassing just yeah. like my face covered in. Just you're trying to have white like business goo. meetings, but you were just covered in goo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was yeah, the coolest? Like Casper, what was the coolest guy? fish you saw? The coolest fish is a blue one with little yellow stripes. Oh, that's yeah, cool. That cool. sounds real cool. Yeah, it was dope. <laughs> it was a really cool fish. What did you did you guys party at night or did you just always only stay in the resort? I mean. We would get up and then drink all day, and by the time it was time to go out, yeah, you know, we're just like, hey, let's stay home and smash. See, that's my thing. Is obviously, awesome. I, I mean, obviously, I, I like staying in hotels. Like, I, I like the idea of going to a nice hotel and like utilizing it for what it is because <coughs> they're beautiful. Uh, so I don't blame you for that because uh, there's nothing better for me. Like when 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 old Nick Scarpino goes on vacation, I like to be in by about six o'clock mm-hmm. with some Star Trek Discovery on on the Netflix. Call it a day. It's easy peasy. I will say though, not a fan of this all inclusive business. I feel like I it's think it's just, kind of a sham. It's a sham. It's a total sham. Because how much like, did you pay per day for? The I, I don't even remember. It, it honestly wasn't that much. Like uh, because we had so many people, just like I don't know, people have deals and whatever the hell. We yeah, got, we got the hookup. But it's like great. You get unlimited shitty food and yeah. unlimited shitty drinks. Shitty booze. Yeah. This, this isn't cool at all. Like I would much rather pay a little bit more to get good things. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I feel like I actually wouldn't be spending that much just ordering the things I wanted to order. You know? Did you get yeah. those tacos at the water? And they wouldn't let us go in the fucking water, in the, the ocean water. Why not? Because, like, Dangerous sharks. Scenario. Different sides of the little dingle of California. One side, you're not allowed to go in the water. One side, you are. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crazy Tim, shit. Tim is a strong swimmer, though. I am. No, he's not. Not a great No. I am not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, quite the experience, I guess. Seven out of ten. I Seven get, out of ten. It would get Kevin's meh emoji. Did you leave the resort at all, though? Uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, no, we did. We did. We went on a boat. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I bummed around town a bunch when we were there. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day. This is a long time ago. Dookie did as well. it, it, Yeah. You, there was like all these, all these awesome taco places. The crazy we walked ass through, mall. We walked through all that. I guess, yeah, we walked through that area to get to the, the boat. Okay. okay. Worst boat experience I've had. What happened? With my, my friend Shari. How big is obsessed it? Obsessed with these boats. Right? right. Anytime we go on a trip, she's like, we're getting a fucking boat. And I appreciate that because I like jumping off the boats. This boat wouldn't let us jump off. What? 
It was like a nice little like drop in to snorkel. I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, smallest boat I've been on. You gotta go to Argentina, man. They'll let you do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that's a Bali. They'll let's do whatever the fuck we want. Whatever the hell you want. You want to die? We don't care. In Hawaii, they were like, ah, you shouldn't jump off, but whatever, do it. Remember the catamaran we got? I did. It was great. I was at a bachelor party once up in Tahoe, and we rented a boat. And the woman was like, "Under no circumstances should you jump in Lake Tahoe. It's too cold. You'll freeze to death." And then we all got super drunk, and we all jumped into the the lake. It was fine. She was overreacting. Yeah, it was cold. Well, it's because they've lost people before. You know. They've lost people. Somebody lake, dies in there. It's too cold. Lake Tahoe? Yeah. I doubt it. You, think, I you like, tell me right now, straight face, Snowbike Mike's never fished a dead body out of Lake Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, Snowbike Mike probably has oh, a couple know. dead bodies in Lake Tahoe. fact. Uh, no, I just feel like if you're going to rent boats to people, though, that, that just comes with it, right? Like someone's had a boating accident at some point. That's what you have insurance for. What do you want from me? It's I like cold. a good pontoon boat. What's That's a pontoon? Scary. Well, you're the boat you went on looked way square. too small for that many people. It was way too small. It was bullshit. It was way too small. I saw your picture. It was like 50 people on a boat the size of this table. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was very cozy. All I wanted to do was get off the boat. But there was whales. I posted Instagram videos of that. this shit. The whales were hella close to us. Like uh, The whales too. were like where Kevin is to us. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah, dude. This close. Dude, seriously. How big were they? Huge? They were big. Were you shocked by how big the whales Sperm were? Yeah, man. We talked about It wasn't Free Willy looking. We talked about, talked about this before. Um like the fear of the ocean and the unknown. What's that, what's yeah, that website? What's that subreddit called, Kevin? There's a subreddit for it. I'm afraid of the ocean. It's just like, it's people on a boat and you just see like giant oh, fucking... fear of things underwater, right? Yeah, but but it, I forgot the... It's... I'm afraid... R slash I'm afraid of things underwater at Reddit. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. it's definitely not that. I get it though because I love jumping off boats and I do it anytime the I get the, get the fucking chance, but... Putting on little snorkel gear and looking at I'm like, yo, there's hella fish under here. And I'm like looking and scuba divers are underneath us. And I'm oh, like, whoa. there's all this shit going on. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like tel- this is thalassophobia. Is that what you, how you yeah. call it? Yeah. Thalassophobia? Is it I feel like that is well-founded, though, because there Absolutely. are a lot of things in the ocean that can just swallow you whole. Yeah, they, and like, and it's a lot of photos. Like sometimes it's an overhead shot of a little person on a boat with a giant fucking whale underneath them. Why is there a picture well, also, of a dinosaur? This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this I was going to say. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they put that picture there? It's terrifying. Because it's a visualization of the fish. Open up the subreddit when you get a chance, Kev. There was a one on Reddit the other day that wasn't on this subreddit, but it was just like really close at a dock and a whale coming, like all these bubbles coming up and this whale coming up from like, why the fuck were you this close to us? Get yeah. out of here, you damn whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. You clown. It was huge, man. Spray him a little spray bottle. <laughs> you punch him in the nose. Stop <laughs> it. No, well, that was my favorite thing is when like the, the dudes were like, oh, some whales are going to like, look over there. The whales are going to come. And we're like, how the fuck do you know? They're professionals. But these like five seconds later, whales come out, does the like jumpy thing, and we're all like, whoa! And then, like, of course, I immediately go to like, do the blowhole, do the blowhole! And like, on command, this uh, goes, and shoots it up, I'm like, whoa! Like, I've never seen a whale before! And he his hand out like, give me money. <laughs> Did you want to swim with a whale? Have you thought about swimming no, with a whale? No, 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 no. Christ, that's a big drop. Oh my god. Why would he do that? Because he's drunk. Dun. That was Hold Nick. College kid, ju- college kid jumps off cruise ship on Reddit, is what he's we just fine. saw. That kid's getting thrown off that fucking. Hell yeah, he's he definitely is. getting thrown off. Like he could have died. Yeah, he could have died. Like, yeah, this isn't no. This isn't like the normal content uh, I've seen. Oh, oh my god, god, watching it, I feel the like he, yeah. he's still falling for so long. That's M- really most of the content fall. is like people in a small little raft with like giant ass fucking creatures next to them. It's what's like, what's what's that one look underneath that? This one that looks really unique. Oh, that one. What's it look like? That looks. It's a big whale. Yeah, look at that shit. Jesus, I never seen oh, a blowhole oh. from that angle. <laughs> that thing looks tight. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> look at that oh. fucking thing. That's that is Gucci, man. 
That's what Cool Greg would call all Gucci. That's what Cool Greg would call all Gucci. Damn. Do you think the whale saw the drone? Yeah, he's probably like, I'm going to spit on the No way. Whales, their eyes can't see up. It looks like a combination between a vagina and a nostril. That is weird. I was talking to some people and I heard I that they were just a whale's eye, like they're like, scope of vision, like looking through a keyhole all the time, but on oh. both sides. Oh shit. Like, really? Really? No, I didn't oh. make that up. I don't know. Whales probably have really good ideas. Anyway, yeah. Fucking the ocean <laughs> freaks me out sometimes, man. Yeah, I used just to get think, freaked out when I'm I, just not, I'm just not drawn to it. You know what I mean? I don't like it. I Every time we dumb. ride down to get uh, uh, tacos uh, over at Fish Hook or whatever, Jen's always like, let's go, let's go up on the beach. Let's get up there and you stare at it. Yep. Still here. Hasn't killed us yet. Yeah, one not doing anything. It wants to, dude. Yeah, it oh yeah. To. I'm right there with you. I've never been a guy that 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 like heard the call of the ocean and needed to yacht. I don't. Sure. I don't I'm not that kind of thing. I, I feel like that needed to yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the call. I, I heard the call of the ocean. I need to yacht. I got a yacht. <laughs> Somebody put on the yacht rock. Let's go. <laughs> no, I just feel like there's people out there that are super drawn Like my, my lady Eric, because they they sail. Oh yeah, the whole, sailing, that whole family. The Hearts are a sailing family. It is. They sail around Pan, like the, through the Panama Canal and all the, on all in the Suez canals. There's all God, so many fucking canals. So wealthy. <laughs> and they, but they know they have like a small boat, and that's just they just like doing that. They grew up doing that. So yeah. like Eric grew up with his sister. Like they would be on the boat. Like I mean, the boat's not huge. Like you're sleeping, like you know, right on top of each other. In bunks, um, but I I hear that and I'm just like that sounds fucking terrible because like what like, here's the thing something goes wrong in the ocean you're fucked you got to eat each other or you got you got to drink your own piss and I don't like this concept two things I'll pull out of that story um from the, from the Eric side yeah. when I met his sister the first time and I should say I think I met his sister the first time sober because I think she was at Beta Breakers my first year and I was just We've, way too wasted Beta Breakers was but when I had I think it, it's what you're talking about where. Her, her dad wanted to come pick her up and he f- sailed from like Florida around up to Alaska. Yeah. Got her from whatever she was doing yeah. then brought her down to SF, dropped her off and then went to Florida. Yeah. And they were, him and her sister, his sister were telling me the stories his dad has and those stories are so good I tell those to other people now. The, the, not uh, as mine. I don't no, pass no, them yeah. off as mine. I Nobody's like, you didn't fucking, you never ran into a pirate. You'd cry to death. <laughs> like, no, I, like I, you know what I mean? But like this shit, so good. And then the other one uh, about like, you're, what are you doing when you're, you're, when you're on the ocean, you idiot? What are you doing? Can't remember if it's a, a death sex or money or death sex and money or this American life. I think it might be this American life, but it's the story of this uh, family that made maybe it was this money. This this couple that had like a three month old mm-hmm. who made news for uh, having to call in the Coast Guard when their sh- their boat sank and they had been living on the boat. But I guess uh, it was like they at three months or something went out with the kid and like so at nine months they had to like fire the flare and use the one use like cell phone giant thing to be like Every- we're about to die. Like Jurassic help Park, us. the big fucking exactly. exactly. Oh, wait, it, sorry, can you, uh, the three month old called? No, 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 no. It was that they made headlines basically of like, hey, this couple, this family that has like a less than a year old baby, were out on the ocean trying to live there and they had to call it and like, what a bunch of idiots. They were like publicly shamed for like, why would the fuck would you do this? Mm. And it was their story of their their side of why they went out there and did all this stuff and were living on this boat and how mm. it was great trying for a while the until they almost died in this fucking boat. Because yeah. why the fuck would you choose with a fucking less than a year old baby to go live on the water? It's all about that boat. Here, here, here's why I'll never do this. Uh, Eric told me a story of uh, like he. Uh, I think it was the first time he brought his then fiance now wife out and they went on a long trip and he was like, you have to be very careful because thanks, bud. Um, because when you're out in the cool middle G. of the ocean Beep. and you don't see Beep. definitely beer. you don't see any land, people freak out. 
and like you can freak out because you, your brain just feels so isolated. There's nothing around me yeah. that can save us if anything goes wrong. And I'm like, that would be me. I'd freak the fuck out. Yeah. There's and no I way I can get out of here right now. I can't now. get off like, the boat. Like, yeah. if I get off the boat, I die. Like, everything around me is death. Everything around me. <laughs> it's like it's like when you play the cou- the couch lava game, but yeah. for real, yeah. the fucking big fish can't do it. Yeah, I it's like, I get like I Dude. kind of had the same feelings about like being on crazy drugs, right? Like fucking acid. Uh, yeah, I like, do hard drugs. Like I don't if, want I don't like, want to be able to. When you are in that deal. state, if you're having like a terrible trip, like you're stuck in there, and like I'm like so terrified much, of even trying that. Like, yeah, I don't like smoking that much weed for that specific purpose. Like if I like I don't know how to moderate. That's why I don't smoke weed. Because if I have like one puff, I'm like I don't really feel this. So then me stupidly, I'll have like 15, 16 more hits. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just ingesting. That's like everybody's experience with edibles. Like oh, that happens edibles. to everybody who's I will ever not do it. like you eat one and it's like three hours go by. You're like man, nothing. Let me try another one. And then all of a sudden, yeah. So you see the Matrix. I watched a really segueing. I watched a really weird documentary last night called The Perfect Bid. Have you guys seen this pop up on Netflix yet? No. It's about a guy who is obsessed with the prices, right? Oh, so much so that he memorized all the prices over the span of like thirty years and was able to help some like three or four people get like almost a perfect, if not a perfect, prices right game. Wow! And how like they had to like like people were like shaming him and like accusing everyone of cheating. It was most fucking fascinating thing I've seen in a long time. This guy's like a mathematician, like a a junior high math uh, teacher. Yeah, made a program to like quiz himself and went there like thirty times. Finally got on. Kind of, kind of didn't win. Kind of lost. I mean, he, he won, but he just didn't do. No so one well. really wins when they play the prices. Right? Well, he, he got the he got this uh, the punch out game, like the thing where you're supposed to like pick a bunch of numbers, and he almost got ten thousand dollars, but he got a thousand dollars. So he won some money and like a barca lounger and stuff like that. But then the guy that made headlines for this is the controversy. The guy that made headlines for getting the perfect game was like, yeah, I just been studying this stuff for years, and yada yada. And then this guy came out and was like, bullshit, I was there. When you won and I was screaming you, I was telling oh. you the numbers. And he goes, the big the big problem was, and they and they actually interviewed Drew Carey, and like they have footage from Drew Carey and Kevin Pollock when they did a podcast together about this, because Drew Carey was like, I thought I was gonna lose my fucking job. Because the guy gets to um the the final bid, the showcase, and he's bidding on a car, and he goes, How much is this like Chevy Silverado, whatever it is? And the guy, the guy that this documentary is about is sitting there talking to the dude's wife. And she goes, what do you think? And he goes, I'm going to add it up real quick. And he goes, 23,743. And she goes, he goes, remember that number because I'm going to add it up one more time. And he goes, this is in head. He goes, okay, it's, I, what did I say? I said, 23,743. Is that what I said before? She goes, yeah. He goes, that's the number. And then the guy, you see the footage, this unaired footage, you see the guy look over. And he, for some reason, he goes, I don't want to uh, get it wrong. So so Theodore, the guy that the documentary is about, mouths 23,400 or whatever. And, but the, but the, you hear the wife scream out the real number. And so the guy like looks over and goes, 23,443. And Drew Carey goes, uh, <laughs> and they had to like go to commercial. He's like, you got the exact number. Like, it was exactly right. Wow. And then the guy's like, then they interview him. He's like, I j- the number just came to me. I don't know. And the guy in the fucking audience was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this is my one claim to fame. You're not you're taking this shit away from me. Is that illegal to do? No. Yeah, that's my thing. It's, it's totally like, not well, illegal. Yeah. But, the, but the producers were pissed, of course. Well, because fuck it, like, but like that, Get a that's real like, job. Do a real show. I don't allow the crowd to yell But the guy's like, He's like, I watched The Price is Right when I was a kid, and I start, we watched it so much because there was only four channels on that I noticed that they started having the same TV. It was the same avocado, ugly-ass TV, and it was always <laughs> five, it was like $4.99 or something like yeah. that, or five forty nine, something like that. He goes, so I just kind of became obsessed with it and finally started going to the point where like he was actually on three or four episodes, and Bob Barker knew him. He was like, what's up, Theodore? Like, this is going to be interesting. People and people, weird, people like, figured out that he knew the prices, and so you can see multiple times people turning around looking at him and, like, winning. 
like the like winning thousands of dollars. Like one woman won like thirty grand. Did he ever want to cut or anything? No. He just thought it was fun. What a nice guy. People like DJ, like his dad. He was like, my dad always just like I watch the world burn. Some kid. Some, Some kid just want to watch the wheel turn. <laughs> they was like, fuck you, Drew Carey. No, this is a fascinating thing. Some, this kid won two cars because one of the one of the prizes was a car, and then in the showcase wow. won a car. And he Mr. Papa George, like Vegas vacation. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it's it's weird as shit, man. Like, it was a cool documentary. documentary. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Drew Carey, yeah, real quick, dumb young Tim story. Oh, good. Remember the Drew Carey show? How Absolutely. can we forget? Great you know, show. The, the woman in in that. Yeah. Nope. Don't know her name, but I mean, I, I remember he had a show. And I, I feel like I, I always get that show confused oh with my Jesus. God. Jesus, Andy. I always get that show confused with whose line is it anyway? That well, same Carey cast. Was also on, but it was Maybe. the same cast of people. Like, wasn't the guy from Office Space in it? Yeah, that woman. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Okay. Whatever. Trudy, wasn't what? it? Or something like Wait, that. Wait, you're talking about Mimi or you're talking Mimi about the, his friend, the brunette? The middle one. Mimi. Mimi. Okay. Growing up, I always thought that she was Drew Carey. I also did. Kathy Kinney. I, I thought that they were that it was like a nutty professor type yeah. situation. That I mean, that's the makes that we sense. grew up in that world where it was nutty professor. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was. He was I will say, having I don't remember the Drew Carey show that well, but I don't think they had a, that kind of budget to do the effects on that every <laughs> single episode. When I was a fucking seven year old kid. I didn't know sure. anything about that. She was awesome. She must. Yeah. She was I was convinced. She that must. Was oh, Drew totally. Carey. Yeah. God, that that must have been such a fun character to play. Click on that one where she's leaning against the wall. <laughs> Look at this. What a fun character. She knows. I remember really liking the Drew Carey show. Yeah, me too. Buzz yeah, I remember a remember? fucking thing about it, though. Me neither. But it was on that like loop of TV where it's mm -hmm. like Simpsons and this and whose line is it anyway? No, where it was just sort of like Carey middle of the day. road content where you're yeah. like, this is a solid 70%. I guess I'm here. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Forever. You know what yeah. show I think like uh, uh, Rogan talks about it all the time because he used to be on it was, was News Radio and I remember really mm -hmm. liking that show. News Radio is really and I don't know if it's on. I've been meaning to check and see if I can find it on demand because I want to go back and watch it but Phil Hartman you have to be mm -hmm. oh, maybe Amazon. I want to say I've seen that kid. It's around. gotta be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love to go back and watch those old episodes because that cast was so good. Yeah. And then John Lovitz took it over and you're like no it's not gonna work. Hey man. It's not gonna work but he came in. He came in on a clutch. Exactly. What are you going to do? Somebody's got to go out there and bat, right? Keep it going. Yeah. Then there was Keep Spin City. Yeah. That was the Charlie Sheen one? That wow. was Michael okay. J. Fox. Was Michael J. Fox. Fox, not Charlie Sheen. Charlie yeah. Sheen was on a different one, like Hardball or some shit like no, that. No, when Charlie he came Sheen in came after, on, he when Michael J. Michael Fox announced he had Parkinson's and left, they brought in Charlie Sheen. Wow. And then when Charlie Sheen burned down on his one, didn't they bring in Aston Kutcher for that? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half men. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah and yeah. then and now there was Dharma and Greg. How, I forget. love Dharma and Greg. Jenna Elfman, is that what yeah. that was yeah. her name? Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, Man, had she had a, a huge moment, right? crush on her. She had a moment. She had a, that was a good show, Dharma and Greg. She, and was a she did a couple movies. Lawyer. She was in Ed. Was she in Ed? Yeah, she was the one that my, Matthew McConaughey was going after. In Ed. Which one was Ed? It was the one where he sold the rights for them to live broadcast his life all the right. time. They followed him around. It was kind of the Truman Show, but not as good. But he was in on it. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah he made yeah. the choice. Dharma's mom and dad were like, the fucking quintessential parents I didn't watch on enough. TV. I didn't watch enough. And the mom is now in The Good Wife, which is what she is watching. Now. I, that, that show yeah, about Dharma Greg, yeah. has no right being as good as it is. She's obsessed with it. Don't watch it. You will get. I mean, sucked it's just in. on. It's like get sucked in. We're, we're far enough now. I think she's on like season five, and I'm like, matter. This is actually getting interesting. That's my problem. Yeah. I watch. Uh, uh, my wife was watching. Finished it. Because it's done now, it's onto the good fight, and she's like, "I'm not going to watch that." And that's the one that's only on CBS All Access. I believe so. Okay. Yes, but it looks good. It's it's similar. It's one of the characters from it is going. It's like a spinoff, basically. Um, but my wife was watching it, and it was like maybe four episodes before the end. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's four episodes. I'll just sit down and watch it with her, and try not to do the thing I always do, which is when I don't like a show and make fun of it and then ruin the experience for her." Well, she does that to your movies, hundred percent. Um, 
And so I started watching it and I'm like, why in the fuck am I so into this show? And like Juliana Margulies. Jeffrey D. Morgan was in it and yeah. he's super sexy and they kind of have lots of oh, hot sure. sex. Yeah, totally. Scott Porter's in it too. Scott, is he in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Spoilers for what's coming Michael J. Right Fox there. is in it too. He isn't. He's fucking funny. He plays yeah. a good character. Uh, blew, my, blew my brother's uh, uh, mind the other day because they're watching Friday Night Lights and I was like, you know, we know Scott Porter, right? And he's like, which one's Scott Porter? I'm like, one of the fucking main characters. Jason Street, Texas Friday. And they're like, you know Jason Street? <laughs> and I was like, well, technically Greg knows him. Uh, I think I just insulted him by saying I didn't like Speed Racer. But it was quite the insult. Yeah. He was like, fuck you. Hey, you swung for the fences. Fuck you, know? you, you talentless Nick. About a, uh, fucking snacks and drinks hey, that Yeah, he was really good. Probably because I pulled it really hard. Oh. Yeah, he, he almost kicked it over when he left to go pee real oh, bad. He must have unplugged the oh, I unplugged it, yeah. If only I'm we telling had you, if we had a giant thing, a giant, if we had a giant jacket. trough, <laughs> <laughs> the yellow jacket trough, free show content, you gotta, you gotta watch. Come that. on over to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny if you want to know what we are talking about. <laughs> this seems like a good part to tell you about our sponsors. Papa. First up, it is Hims. If you didn't know, 66% of men lose their hair by the age 35, and the thing is, once you start to notice, it's too late. So keep what you have with forhims.com, a one-stop shop. For skincare, sexual wellness, and hair loss treatment for men. How do we know so much about hymns? Well, they've been sponsoring us forever. Thank you. But also, Nick and Andy use them. Isn't that right, guys? Heck yeah, doggy dog. I was just hey. checking out the hairline right now on the camera. Look at this. How's it looking? Oh, it's looking good, man. It's looking good. I'm using the shampoo. I'm using that Finestride. Mm-hmm. Uh, using the uh, still still on the vitamin kick. Love Are you those. stealing Andy's gummies still? No, he asked me uh, to stop, and by asked me, he started hiding them. And Smart. you know, I'm kind of lazy, Smart. so I didn't. Yeah, go I think it's button. been helping a lot with me keeping my hair, but. I also think that the the biotin gummies that mm-hmm. are not only delicious, but I think like they help out with nails, hair, and skin. And oh. I think they've been helping with my acne. Maybe because I haven't really? been noticing like as many breakouts. They don't. And stuff. They don't report that as an advantage, but maybe that is. It may not be, is. but I maybe feel it's like placebo I've... effect. Now that Andy says it, it helps it, maybe it'll help you too. <laughs> how are you using the vitamins? Because I think you're supposed to just rub them on your face, right? <laughs> <laughs> the sour salt. <laughs> Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade <laughs> solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. Uh, there's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. You save hours by going to forhims.com and getting hooked up with a doctor who talks you through what you should do and what you shouldn't do. You can order now. My listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today. Right now, while supplies last, you can see the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to another doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash Kinda, that's F O R H I M S dot com slash kinda for hims dot com slash kinda. Our other sponsor, it's the University of Advancing Technology. Uh, let's talk, ladies and gentlemen, about VR. UAT, that's the University of Advancing Technology, has been teaching VR since the 1990s. Do your parents or significant others complain that gaming is ruining your brain or a waste of time? Well, What if you told them you're going to make a career out of it? Make virtual reality your reality with a bachelor's degree in VR. You can be designing games for life-changing applications. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, That's what a degree in VR from UAT can do for your future. They also have robotics and games, but I'll talk about that, I'm sure, another time. Uh, UAT's uh, virtual reality degree applies the design principles of gaming to serious, life-changing applications in such film uh, fields as corporate training, medical and therapeutic, military and education. Uh, you can learn more about all the programs available at University of Advancing Technology at http colon slash slash UAT dot edu. I didn't want to say at UAT you know, because then people are going to go like a Twitter thing, right? It's UAT dot edu. Yeah. Go there and you can be part of the University of Advanced Technology 
a university in Tempe, Arizona, founded in 1983, the same year I was born. UAT integrates technology into its general education requirements. It does a bunch of cool stuff. Get a degree. UAT.edu. Follow your dreams. Great year. Follow your dreams. Yeah, I know what you mean, the Twitter thing. Like, hey, I'm at Whataburger right now eating, but it's like, you know, back in the day, you would just put the I'm Whataburger. Yeah, right. Of the ad, I hate like, that. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm at at Whataburger. I don't, but I don't it's like so that. interesting the way things have changed, right? The way I remember when we were at IGN and we were all using Facebook a lot. It was just is hungry. Yep. Damon refused to put any like. Yeah. He's like, no, it's it's because it'd be like Damon Hatfield is yeah. or Damon Hatfield, and it would just be like is hungry. Andy is Cortez that? just got just watched the Cowboys game. Man, they suck. Or you know, it was always like some weird. Th- and then like feeling horny. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Or ex- excited. And you put the little emoticon. You said horny though. Well, no, like that wasn't an option. But back in the day, no. Back in the day, probably now it is. Right? Sexy. Hmm. I never did any Facebook updates really? whatsoever. I blow people's brains apart when I post on Facebook. People go, "Whoa!" I used to use Facebook a lot. Whoa! I never got into it. Man. I hate using it now. It's just a fucking. It's just such trash now. I, I have to use it all the time because that's what every comedian does. I'll hit you up on Facebook. I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> no, can we just do use anything else? But yeah, and that's where all like the Facebook groups and stuff offer comedy. It's fine. I just look at like the kind of funny Facebook page, like you know, every other day or so. But it's so hard to get on there and actually try to read the feed when it's just coming. It's just all it's sorts of shit. So hard. Just I don't use Facebook. Period. Yeah, I I signed on the other day for the first time in forever to try to find out if it was your really your birthday. Oh yeah, because I saw Andy wish you happy birthday. And I was like, is this an old? Is this an out of? Well, I got to check it out. And I went there and I started trying to click around. And I'm like such an old man now since I don't use Facebook. And I'm just like, I ain't heard to find this information. I'm just taking a shot. Happy birthday, Nick. Instead of the text. I like, I hope I nailed it. I don't know if I nailed it. Sorry. You, you and all the rest of my friends did the same thing. Like, I Ty text me. was like, I think it's your birthday. Yeah. And I was like, close enough. Who cares? Listen, dude. If you remember my birthday at all in any if month. If you remember, I'm If you're alive. just like, oh, shit. Nick may have had a birthday this year. And you want to text me happy birthday? I'll take it. I don't care. That's a nice sentiment. I'm not, I'm not one of those people that wants to like drag you through the mire because you forgot the day and second that I was born. Who gives no. a shit? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Well, well, the birthday just doesn't matter as you get older. Who the fuck cares? It, it's, it's nice that people remember you. And honestly, like I, I've had a few people send me cards and I was like, well, that was nice because wow. you thought about me ahead of time. And you How old are the people it. sending cards? My, Ballpark. my parents. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. Is yeah. I feel like greeting my, cards my are got, such... Got me a card as well. Eh, okay, that'll give you. But I feel like mailing a card like for an anniversary... For a birthday sure. is such an uh, is our parents' generation move. Well, I, and we're I, slowly phasing out. Thank God. I I kind of like it because I like going and picking out greeting cards. I get a g- good giggle out of it, and I like to just like my wife and I do we do cards a lot. It's one of the things we do. Like How every do once in a while, I'll, I'll stuff a like I'll I'll sneak a card into her suitcase or something. She's going. Oh, that's trip. cute. That's real cute. And then she opens it up. And I'm like, hey, I'm missing you, whatever. And it's, yeah. it's nice. It's like, hey, I, all it's saying is, hey, I thought about. I'm you talking about the full blown. Oh, your birthday's coming up in a week and a half. I'm gonna mail you a card oh, from no, Tucson, no, no, Arizona. No, 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 no. Yeah, not you putting it in your wife's. Uh, no, I mean my my uh, my uh, in laws do that every once in a while. My parents do that every once in a while. My brother actually sends me cards every once in a while as well. I used to except do this year we saw each other like two weeks ago. E cards. So like, send your fucking card. Oh yeah. E cards are the laziest thing humanly possible. Yeah, well, because the thing was like I just like I would be in fucking um, I don't know. I'd be away from home and yeah. I for I was on vacation or maybe just visiting another family and I wanted to send my dad a hey happy birthday or whatever because yeah. his birthday is July third so it's like. Back in the day, like early internet, I would like look up an e-card and how do I do this? Oh, type in the shit. How's the? Do you, how do you think the greeting card business is doing? I think it's probably doing okay. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever go away. But Sorry. I mean, like old people love cards, man. But, but they're gonna die, saying. is what I'm like, saying. Yeah, but I think we're a couple 
decades away from that. I would sure, like to see. I would like to see the statistics out. on like sales and at what point were they the most popular? My brain just. I I always think about weird stats. I I wonder like you have to imagine for the greeting card companies the first time they 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 really must have thought like was going to be maybe possibly the kiss of death was when we could print greeting cards at home. You remember this? Remember you used to when fold you started, them in fours. Yep, you fold mm, yep. you, you fold the sheet paper in fours. You get to design your own card, make your own message. They must have been at Hallmark HQ being like, "Holy fucking shit! We need to start. A TV what are channel. we gonna do? We, yeah, what's falling. the future? Well, somebody no one's ever gonna up, stop watching TV. Get somebody on that. call up Candace Cameron Burr. Let's book her for the next three hundred years. <laughs> the the people I hate the most when it comes to happy birthdays is people that say happy birthday on Facebook. Yeah, you're not my friend. You're lazy as fuck. Yeah. And I don't respect you. No. You didn't know it was my birthday. Yeah. You only knew because Facebook this reminded you. you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's you, not, you oh, haven't, that's t- me. You yeah. haven't talked to me in 300 years. Wow. And now you're just saying happy birthday. Yeah, whatever. I don't know where. It means I mean, fucking nothing. It means nothing. It means less than nothing. What, it, honestly, it's actually it just does mean less than nothing. Because what it's saying it's, is, hey, oh. you should think about me on your birthday today. Yeah. Because I'm wishing you a happy exactly. birthday. Exactly. It's bullshit. I'm totally with you, Nick. Nah. It's, it's bullshit. Text them. You can get reminded by Facebook. I'm not, I don't expect you to remember people's birthdays. It's not about that. Yeah. It's about the fact that like you're now just one of hundreds of just random ass motherfuckers that are all interchangeable saying the exact same thing. It's almost as bad Greg as Miller? when you text someone something no, that's really clever that warrants a fucking response and they like it. They like your stupid text. And I'm like, that's where society's done. We're fucking done. Greg Miller from the press. Thank you. Uh, Tim Gettys, uh, Greg Miller, kind of Would you say then you respect my move more, which is I'll see other people wishing someone a happy birthday and I stay out of it. I'm not going to, if I see a whole bunch of people on Twitter wishing, or even if I pop in for a, I'm not about that life. I wasn't going to do it. I don't give out happy birthdays on social media willy nilly. I'm just going to stay away from it. That's totally fine. I'm going to swerve away from it. I I text you. If you're like, what you're saying, I'll text you. Yeah. But I'm not going to get in this like uh, casual friend business. Dude, well, People that, we know through jobs or we've done stuff we like and we follow them on Twitter, but I don't need to be there. I feel like that there should always be a purpose to the happy birthday message. And it should not just be look at me, look at me. Yeah. And that's what it is on that's Facebook. If, you're t- if you want to text them, to me that's saying, hey, I actually want to stay connected with you. Like I am going off. God knows that's not what I want. Like leaving leaving this the, the easiest thing. Yeah. I'm taking one extra step to yeah. do this. And I respect that. And then or mm. take it to Twitter or take it to something. Like I, I tweeted about Nick. Why did I do that? To, to get people to talk. I was then the Facebook reminding people mm-hmm. it's the birthday. I appreciate that. You know what that. I mean? There's like that step. It was what Andy like, did for me. Let's, Andy let's did it words. better than you. Because he did it in Instagram, you know, and that's where I saw it. How's like, here's the thing. I Here's the thing. There's a lot of people that I used to know a lot more when I worked at Best Buy in Austin or shit mm-hmm. like that that I don't keep in touch Regular with a whole customers. lot. But I wish them well. And when their birthday comes around, I'll say, hey, happy birthday. I hope, you know, I hope you're doing all right, man. And it, that's it's just my sort of way of being like, I'm glad you're still alive and still kicking. You know, sure, I, 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 sure. I want you to but know you're that. Not, though. You I, don't actually care. Yeah, I do. You care for that one second. No, I do. You don't care for the other 360. Like, I, I want them to know that, year. like, if you died, I'd be real. I'd be bummed out. You'd be bummed out for you a You'd post on the Facebook wall. RIP. Half a day. No, I wouldn't do. do that. No. That'd be it. I don't mm. do that shit. Mm. I just feel like people want. There's. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people. Obviously, we're I just don't see what's wrong with this. This comes from a good place. If you want to wish them a happy birthday, great. But I do feel like there's a lot of it that people are just like, don't. They want to be a part of the conversation. And it comes from a little bit of a selfish place. And that if you're that person, find a bucket, go into your yeah. go into your garage, get that I, bucket, I get drink it. the bucket, fill drink it with water, it. drink from it. Oh yeah. man, you want yeah. to die by overhydration? Yeah. No, just that's the know. worst way to go. Because you think you're doing something healthy for it. It's like the girl in the Wii challenge. Remember yeah. that? Oh, Hold that your Wii sad. for a Wii. Yeah, that yeah. was sad. Jeez. So yeah. stupid. Was but some of the most popular articles I ever read at the Columbia Daily Tribune or blog post for the yeah. Game Over column I did that launched my career. I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday I went to Los Angeles. 
California. The city of angels. Oh, oh it's like for the, ASMR. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> for the uh, Deadly Class screening. And oh, I said man. I would talk about it here. What, you want to start there? The show? Was it the first episode? Yes. Cool. Which is available already on YouTube. Yeah. So here's what happens. I'm minding my own business a couple weeks ago. Do, maybe do, a do, week do. ago. Go ahead. Do, 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 do. Keep doing your here. Keep doing your Greg impression. We're gonna do all right. So you're um I, I I'm minding my own business. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. That's a lot. That, that hurt and that cut deep. That cut deep. That's uh, how he yeah. thinks of me. <laughs> that's that's what it is. You can, next time Fuck you me running. Somehow, that's not good. <laughs> I need to, as you're as you're laughing like that, if you could somehow whisper the word raccoon as well, that would be yeah. Yeah. Spot on. I'm minding my own business last week, and I get an email right. From NBC Universal, mm. and I and it says Deadly Class screening. Now, it's rare we get LA invites. They happen every so often, but it's like okay, this is rare. I open this one up, and right at the top, it's just, it's just an image, and it says Kevin Smith and Harley Quinn Smith invite you to the Deadly Class screening. LA, blah 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 blah. Right, and it's an image, and so my immediate reaction, of course, is I gotta be there. I gotta go. And as I told you, Tim, right, the three reasons behind this is, how did this happen? How did any of this come to be, right? Number one, Kevin Smith was like, oh, man, uh, who should be, come, hey, who should come to this thing, right? Cool G, you're the man right there. Cool he, G. They're, you know, he, they, Sci-Fi hires Kevin Smith to do this. They're like, who should come to this thing? And he's like, oh, I don't know, invite Greg Miller. And I'm like, yeah, yeah right? Number two, Sci-Fi slash uh, uh, Deadly Class, de 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 mm. the class people have seen me tweeting so much about Deadly Class. No, I love the comic book. No, I'm a supporter of the show. And like, well, we got to get this guy down. He's a he's a popular influencer. Or number three, somewhere I've crossed paths with NBC Universal on something else, and they're like, this guy likes comics and cool. Any three of those options is the real reason. They're great stuff. I want to get to the that. bottom of it. You want to figure out who it was that invited you, so you can become better friends with them, so you can wish them a happy birthday on Facebook. No, Thank I want to get there so that I keep getting invited to cool shit related to my interests. Because if this was, hey, guess what? We're you know, it's sci-fi. Well, God, I was gonna say sightings. That we're bringing sightings back. You remember sightings? Old no. Fox show where they, it was like knock off. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. it was like knock off unsolved mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> That's Xbox. Oh, sorry. But it was similar to that. But it was the same idea. <laughs> hey, this guy saw Bigfoot. Anyways, if the, I was going to say, if it was a show I didn't care about them bringing back or Bigfoot making. Is blurry. Hunting Bigfoot. Good show. Remember that? Yeah, I remember it. It wasn't a good show. Real bad. Yeah, yeah. real, real bad. <laughs> Terrible. So yeah, I want to be a part of this. All right? Because again, uh, since we did it on Greg's Comic Book Club, when it was still part of the morning show, mm -hmm. Deadly Class been amazing. Kevin, you love Deadly Class. Love it. And so like, you know, I was excited, period, that the comics slow. I was when they announced this show, it's always like, you going to fuck it up? Who's going to fuck this up, right? And then we saw the original stuff from it, remember? Well, it was just good news, good news, good news, good news yeah. coming from that movie. Yeah. The Russo Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Russo Michelle. Brothers producing. Uh, Lana, I forget her last Condor. name. Condor. Condor. And she's famous. To all the boys I've loved before. Sure. But I mean, she's a where, is she YouTube before or something. She's got like a, she already got like a million. They uh, all do these days. Man. Do Bro. they? Yeah. Have you seen To All the Boys I Loved Before? Yes, it's a great movie. And I'm not saying that, it's not right a great there, movie. If you ever do anything close to that. Instantly, another million subscribers, followers on Twitter. Instantly. Okay. Let's we got to make that. We Let's should make go. that. 200 more subs. How about all the pizzas Can I, I get verified before? on? <laughs> <laughs> just, I was eating a fucking pizza. That's really good, actually. That's That'd be a fun bad. thing where we just go back to the, our favorite pizzas of all That'd time. Be, oh, that's good. Write that yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Write it down, Kev. Um, so I wanted to go Kev to this no matter what, right? <laughs> so in my mind, I look at the schedule for this week. Not to mention the schedule for last week. If you if you're you're listening to this, you don't know how crazy life's been lately. We launched kind of funny 4.0 on Monday. Tuesday I flew to Austin. Friday I flew back from Austin. 
get invited to this thing while I'm in Austin or around Austin, right? I'm like, I got to go, but I can't miss content here, right? So I'm going to do the morning sh- the games daily, then go to the airport, fly down there for the premiere, have like three hours to kill when I get there, go to the premiere thing, hang out for a little bit after, and then catch the last flight back to San Francisco. Tuesday, do shows. Wednesday, do shows. Then Wednesday night, fly to New York, host the Star Trek Discovery red carpet, then fly back on Friday after doing a whole bunch of cool shit on Friday that I can't talk about yet. It's a big week. So I do the show yesterday, Nick. I get to the airport, and sure enough, fucking delayed. It's raining in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. It's raining in L.A., and it just keeps sliding backwards, and it keeps sliding backwards to the point that I'm getting very nervous about making this happen, to which my wife is reveling in my nervousness and giggling every time it gets gets delayed and being like, are we still going to try to make this? And I'm like working backwards on the math of like what it would have to be to make this work because it's, you know, L.A., so it's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this about L.A. Terrible. It's terrible. Traffic's awful. And it was raining. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. They don't know how to drive there. Exactly. So the concern was I had estimated down that we were supposed to leave at two o'clock. If we left at 420, we would be, I know, right? But this is my math. That would still give me enough time to get there, land, get the oobs, get our taxi waiting up taken, and get to the event after a 630 cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. Or like ish 630 and then it was supposed to be 7 for the screening screen the thing then get to hang out a little bit afterwards then grab the 1030 flight home I shit you not we it's delayed over and over and over again with us at the gate and I'm like rationalizing like even if we get super delayed and we get down there and we land and just drive to the thing and the premiere's already started whatever we've made it you know what I mean we, we got there we'll, we're gonna work we finally turn onto the runway because we're just eventually they put us on the plane and then we're just delayed on the tarmac which is the worst, worst, the worst kind of delay. It's all hot, then it's just cold. Lift back up. Like, this is the oil. There's oil all over the <laughs> <laughs> We gotta go back up, guys. <laughs> Delayed on the tarmac. Finally, we make we turn the left to finally go down the runway and actually get some speed. We turn at 420 on the dot. Wow. And I'm like, I should have fucking, I didn't know God was listening, or mm-hmm. the pilot at least, mm-hmm. and I should have changed those stuff. Secrets. Exactly. The exactly. pilot, everybody fucking smoke. Please, <laughs> please, please, go We're gonna get them faster. <laughs> we get there, we're coming in, and then it's like, uh, this, it's this line of bullshit where it's like, hey, it's guess the what? They're doing a bunch of shit on LA, at LAX today. <laughs> They're having people land a different way. We've never landed this way. And I'm like, okay, great. We've never landed. So, so it's like, like, that's like, like sideways. The last so yeah, pretty much, because like when we were landing, I looked out the window and there's all ocean. Like we were over the ocean coming in rather than over the city and I was like oh man like I yeah I don't ever land this way he's correct and I'm like sure enough I'm like we're gonna get there everything will be tied up it'll be all we get there it didn't we got there got out of the thing got in the car we're over there we roll up to this fucking thing 630s cocktail hour in classic Greg Miller fashion we roll up at 627 there we go so then I have to wait outside and feel like I got here too early, which then gives me a social anxiety. Yeah, I'm like, like fuck, that. now I look like this now clown. Now you're not cool. Now you're not cool. Exactly. Mm. You came all the way from San Francisco and you're early? You yeah, yeah. Three minutes early. And that was the thing, too. In the car, I was like, oh, man, we got to come up with a story if anybody asks you. Just yet. tell the Uber driver, hey, just take a couple laps. She's like, why would we need a story? I'm like, we sound like psychopaths. Yeah. Yeah. We like <laughs> We class flew down here. I love Deadly Class. I'm flying out just for this thing. I'm going to be, oh, how long are you in LA? Another two hours. Yeah. Kevin uh, Smith is like three hours late. Like, I don't even fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, creeped out of my talk. So I have two questions in this order. Sure. One, did you talk to Kevin Smith? Two, which of the three options was it? Uh, I'll start with question number two. Who knows? No one knows how I got invited to this thing, and no one's going to, we're not going to ask questions. All right. I feel like now that it's over, you should ask questions. I I, I think it was Deadly Class, uh, the social team slash whatever you want to call of it, because that they retweeted all my shit. They were very active on my Instagram post. That seems to be the thing. Uh, did talk, number one did talk to Kevin Smith For, once I got in there, obviously, because here was the, my concern was this. 
Is, is did or didn't? I did. D-I-D. Oh, talk to Kevin Smith. Okay, I heard that he said didn't. My thing coming in was the concern of, is this... Oh, hold. Hey, this is like a, a actually an intimate thing for the other class uh, screening or whatever. Or is this, hey, we're going to a giant theater and it's going to be 400 people and a whole bunch of people have general admission tickets and whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Luckily, it was uh, the former where it was that it was a small deal and the entire cast was there. And it was like because the, the building they held it in was for uh, weddings. Usually, like like when you look at the, like, where, where am I going? You put it in Google Maps. It's like wedding venue. But next to it is a giant theater. So I was like, oh, fuck, are we just doing the thing? We were standing outside and I was I was like grinning and, and I finally turned to Jen and I'm just like, I'm an idiot. And she's like, well, I know, but why? And I'm like, this is the kind of video game bullshit that I would no longer get excited for. If you were like, hey, come to this, ra-, like, and I'm talking about a random video game, you know, or whatever, something Tecmo Kobe's put out. Not only would I not go, <laughs> but it would be like, I, if I did go, I'd be like, can you show me the fucking game? Yeah, just yeah. But like this time, it was, it was like. Like back in the day when you used to be like, okay, we're going to sit through a 45 minute long presentation first. Yeah. And then you'll get hands on. You're like, no, it's just fucking And game. I was like, but I was concerned like of like, is like, what, when we got in there, it was like best case scenario on every front. Because mm-hmm. this is my first, like, Hollywood uh, Hollywood thing. screening early thing I've gone down to and yeah we got there and sure enough they had it all like the pink lights like deadly class they that ne- deadly class neon sign it's all on my Instagram if you want to see it uh, and we walked in and like as soon as they, they had drinks for you right away it was way better than most video game events because everything was just there in plentiful supply and they had candy everywhere and they had popcorn everywhere and they had bars everywhere and they made it look like uh, the academy from deadly class <laughs> right yeah King's Dominion it was fucking awesome and they had all the people working there dressed in the blazers to look like the school uniform and shit again Video game crap, I'd be like, and it, honestly, probably screening crap if you sent me to some show I don't watch. And I was like, no, all right, whatever, whatever. So to see one of my favorite comic books, though, turned into mm-hmm. a TV show and then to be able to exist in that world for a second was awesome. Then it was awesome to be there and, yeah, be talking to the cast and have them all around there. And it was a very interesting thing. Because I think we get to do it all the time for ourselves, uh, t- Tim, mm-hmm. at all. The fact that, hey, we're launching kind of funny showcase or we're doing kind of funny live. And we know what that's like to build up to that moment. Whereas for this cast, right, of, you know, for the most part, relatively unknowns for the kids, like to see them like so fucking pumped to show this off and to see like they were like, like when when you went into the screening room, they had it like on a loop, like their production shots and like behind the scenes stuff they've shot to, you know, I'm sure that they just dressed them up one day and sent them out for B-roll and shit. Sure. And they were so excited to see that. Like they'd yeah, never seen that cool. footage. So they, they were that. And when like credits started going for the opening, they were all popping and cheering for each other and all the stuff. And at the That's end, cool. the same way too. And it was just like this crazy fucking thing to get to be a part of uh, for a, a property. I love so much. Yes, I talked to Kevin Smith. Is uh, this show good? I like it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. I, I mean, it's, you know, obviously um, the source material is better. Like comics are, you know, able to move at a different pace, I think, than a 40 minute TV show. Uh, and I've only seen the pilot for Deadly Glass. So I think they try to get a lot in and drop some of the characters that in the books gave information a certain way. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. But I think that's also how you do a pilot. You could speak more to this. Oh, yeah. Of a li- more limited scope than expand <laughs> later because it is like the cast they had there and some of the promo shots. I was like, oh, you're this character and you're that character. You're not in the pilot, but once they got picked up for a full mm. season, they put you in there and made sense to. expand it more. Yeah, exactly. Go back and watch the Seinfeld pilot. Oof. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's rough. Rough. yeah. We had that uh, waitress that was going to be like a, one of the main things at the yeah, cafe or whatever. Like, never, you're never a yeah, thing at the cafe. Never Nobody cares right. about you at all. Uh, this is... Uh, I'm, I'm, miss, uh, I'm thinking about a different one. Sorry. I was going to ask you a bunch of questions about this, but it's a different comic book I'm thinking of. Sorry. Don't uh, Kevin Smith, though. K. Smith. Kevin Smith. So I did the thing. He he got he got there. Like they're at the red carpet part. They're all taking the photos and stuff. He walked up, 
beside me and up a little bit and was talking to some PR people. And you have to wait. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want to come in and interrupt his business. Mm -hmm. Eventually he's done. Tapping the shoulder, turning on. I'm like, hey, Kevin, it's great. And he's like, oh, Greg Miller, blah, blah. And he's like, man, he's like, oh, man. He's like, and I'm like, I was like, first thing, congratulations, not not dying. I haven't talked to Kevin in person. So he's like, oh, man, I know it's going real well. He's like, you look great. I'm like, yeah, the beard hides the fat. Ah. And so, yeah, we bum <laughs> like, But his first question, which I thought was super touching, because this is the first time I've actually talked to Kevin in person since our podcast four yeah. years ago, right? He was like, how's the endeavor, man? And I'm like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> kind of funny. He just had its fourth anniversary. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, we talk about you all the time. We say it all the time. Whenever things are good or bad, like yeah. whatever one. He's like, you asked for this. Yeah, he like knew yeah. the line himself. So. And then he, it was his that's, first time. That's like his fucking like Stanley. Like, it really is. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you awesome. Wanted you wanted this. Yeah. You wanted this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he With got to meet Jen for the first time and talk to her for a little bit. And we were just shooting the shit for a while. It was that's great. Cool. And then, you know, he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, he's so busy right now getting ready to go shoot uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot or whatever and all that jazz. Like, it's fucking crazy. But we got to catch up. And that's all I wanted. I haven't talked to the man in forever, right? Yeah. And then he got pulled away. And he's like, I want to hear the end of the Jen story because we were in the middle of our whole thing. And then we never got back together because it's just not nonstop crowded yeah. and all this stuff. Did but you meet it, Lana Condor? I didn't. Can you bring her up? I don't know who you're talking about. I keep thinking all of the boys we've Lana loved? from uh, Smallville. Smallville. No, from uh, from that fucking cartoon about the secret agent. Of I boy. love her. Lana Condor? Yeah, I have a she, oh, her. Okay, she okay. seemed super nice, super effective. Here's the thing. They were all working, and I didn't want to run around and interrupt any of them. You know what I mean? And I know, and it's not that thing of where people are always like, oh, Greg, well, you always tell us to come talk to you and stuff. That's Arrow. at a meet and greet or us running around sure. and doing something that packs. Like, it's they just, were all they're, there. They're there to have the product. They were there on their premiere night getting they're photos taken, getting interviewed yeah. and stuff. I didn't want someone to be like, hey, loved you in the other thing. You're great in this. Uh, Joey really loves you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know Joey. Joey's a huge now you fan. You want to play it cool. You want to play it cool. I wanted to play it cool. And here's where Archer. we don't give many people this kind of shout out. <laughs> you want to know who is a great dude who gave me the best icebreaker of all time? Mm. Cameron Cuff. Mm. Cameron Cuff saw me Instagramming story from it. And he's like, oh, dude, are you at the premiere? I'm like, yeah, it's the screen. He's like, is the cast there? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, go up to these guys and say hi for me. Like, I haven't seen him since Comic-Con, blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, like, the, the dude who plays Willie in the thing, he said, like, we were sitting right behind the, the cast or whatever. So when he, and I think I was sitting behind one of the Russo brothers. I'm not sure. I can't keep it all Whoa. straight. But he was over there, and, like, when he got him, like, hey, dude. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, hey, my name's Greg. My friend Cameron Cuff wanted it. And he's like, oh, shit, you know Cameron? And it was, like, a fun thing. And I was like, that's the perfect icebreaker, where I get to say something from somebody you know and care about, but I don't get to intrude. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. And then the big, not miss, I guess, right? But there was this woman who was getting walked around who I didn't know, but everybody was taking care of and doing stuff. I'm like, I don't know what that's all about. Got home, or on the way home, looked at the phone, right? And it was the woman who wrote the book to all the boys I've loved before. Um, and I was yeah. like, oh, man, Joey, what are we like that? No, she's yeah, doing well. She's got more movies coming. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my big question. Yeah. Did uh, The Russo brothers are there, right? Did, uh, did From what I understand, yes. Again, hard to identify them as Greg Miller, who does not know what they look like. Fair point. Uh, and I, you know, they fly under the radar. Did shirtless Spider-Man make an appearance there? No, 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 no. I mean, he was not there. I don't Thank think. God. You know what I mean? That's like, unfortunate. It's an, it it's been an a image thing. I don't opportunity want opportunity for shirtless Spider-Man to be like, hey, maybe put me in the nope, next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and again, we were trying to Wrist set the right impression for kind of funny for Wrist going down there and doing stuff. You know what I mean? The so right just, impression. Waste not want not. Here, you here. Follow this logic. So you're assuming, oh, this okay. You made a great impression. They're gonna come back and watch all of our content, and they're gonna see me. And I'm just no. going to drive that impression right what into the ground. I, what, I was, what I said in the car with Jen on the way home, I was just like, you know, there's like a 25% chance I probably hosted Deadly Class Comic-Con panel at some point. 
It's like, oh, why? Did you, they're hitting up? I'm like, no, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. That's I'm cool. sure Kevin's too expensive to do this shit all the time. Like, I'll, I'll <laughs> next like, He's like, yeah. always working for IMDb these days. Yeah, like, right. He's always on the boat. He's always on the dope-ass yeah, 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 yeah. boat show that yeah. I want to get on. But boat, I just, like, I, like, wave, and he's like, I don't know who you are. No, stay away. Also, you're making yeah. lots of noise down there. So. Yeah, we're way too far away, too. We're, like, so <laughs> really distracted. Section. Like, yeah. You're very loud. Brian Postane was there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. Oh, we, I feel like, and that's, I should have talked Who? to him last night. Brian the comedian, Brian Postane. We've seen him, I want to say, three or four times at events. Really? Yeah. Does he just show up to stuff? Well, yeah. You're, I event? think it's like Comic Con where we'll see him at like the bar or something, yeah. or we'll be hanging out. We'll yeah, see him. Yeah, it's always yeah. like, oh, there he is. And it's like, I don't want to, like, again, oh, like, shit. I, I visually know you. I know Let you me from. See a picture from the... Sorry, continue. Yeah. I, I, but it's like, why yeah, would we go over there just out of the blue and be like, hey, man, you know what I mean? Like, nah, it's what you got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't we. No, it's a different guy. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. But what I loved about you it was about Game Shop. No, well, two things I was thinking of. Was, uh, I was thinking of uh, Brian Regan, who has a mm. Netflix special right now, who's really funny as well. But then, yes, I was thinking about the Game Shop guy. And yeah. I was like, yeah, we did not work with Brian. Was saying who's the Game Shop guy? Uh, do you remember Game Shop? The yeah. hit start show. Uh, the oh, there's no. a guy that looks like him. You know, Tim, when you call it a hit start show like that, it kind of makes me think that maybe you didn't think it was a hit start <laughs> show. <laughs> we can so, did you watch it? We can talk I watched shit about every it episode, Nick. I watched every episode to give notes, and no, those notes—I don't believe those you. notes were. I, I read the scripts beforehand, uh -huh. and I gave notes on them, and they took those notes and they wiped their asses. They with did. It, they did. And they threw it out the window. Such a dumb show. So dumb. Colton Dunn was such in it, an though. ambitious yeah. season series finale. <laughs> Like the, the whole season, thing, the series finale is amazing. The series finale is just like let's just fucking spend all the budget yeah. on this. What a great concept for a show mm -hmm. that I would have loved to have like developed personally because they had like I'd love to just have that set and that that group of actors, but yeah, I just didn't. It was, I, uh, it was I was fine. cleaning up some of my account informations and passwords and, and whatever mm -hmm. over the over the weekend. And I had a list of. Please like, tell me you're still logging into Star. Well, that was my thing. I had a list of all like the old IGN stuff, and I was like, you know what? What's up with start? I'm just gonna go, I'm just gonna look in, and, and I went in, and then it gave me a thing that was like, like, oh, you this is an un, unauthorized like <laughs> notifying like, ah, friend Mirabella. Damn, <laughs> yeah, it's got but, yeah. two main contact. But it's friend like, Mirabella. That's <laughs> oh, not no. good. Like, I should not still have access to that channel. Probably not. But uh, to be fair, I don't even think anyone working at IGN yeah. currently remembers, remembers that they what start have is. Start. Yeah, and it's probably got four hundred thousand subscribers right now. I mean, it just keeps going up. Let's just change that name to kind of funny and post everything. We should put up one up at noon. Just random one up at noon, like just the old oh, the old school up at noon. From we need to be put it up. On we put up a new. We film a new up at noon episode and then stealth upload it to start and don't tell anybody. Oh god, that's <laughs> so fucking funny. Right, that would be yeah, yeah. so funny. Or like, what else did we do? Oh, just uh, uh, what was the show that Naomi used Cheap, to do? Cool, Cheap crazy. cool, crazy. Just get it. That was a great one. idea for a show. Great idea. Cheap, cool, crazy. Here's Everything. something cheap. Here's something cool. Here's something crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. much production value. It was a lot of production. 369,000 subscribers. 369,000. So yeah, it was great last night. Really loved it. Um, what I kept ta talking to Jen about is like, man, like this is what a video game event would look like with like a lot of money. Because it was clear they had a lot of money, right? Like, like the it's TV. They the ice it's cubes Hollywood. that had the Deadly Class like thing inside them, so you could see Deadly That's Class. Cool. They had all the stuff. They had uh, photos. They had there. like LED screens inside of the glass. Or no, it was like you know, it was like some kind of thing inside of the ice cube. Like you froze oh, in the ice see, the Deadly Class logo. I'm not sure if it was edible or not. I, didn't, I, I was That's drinking cool. up too fast. They had guys there who didn't know how to pour bourbon. That were giving me the glasses for like, uh, like here's the tequila mojito drink, and then filling it three fourths with bourbon. I'm like, this is a strong pour, and I thank you, sir. And I walked around and enjoyed that. And then they had cool gift bags. Oh, are we oh, gonna shit. go through it right now? We're gonna go through this gift bag. That's so fun. I have to pee. Keep going though. Okay, cool. Audio listeners, 
We're going to tell you back. So there you got it says deadly class on the side deadly class here They all had the tags on them for what size they are mm. very much like video game events as I discovered no small t-shirts Jen's mm. like I'll take a small they're like honey. We don't have those. That's not how entertainment journalism works either And I was like oh, cool. <laughs> cool. I'm feeling home. That seems weird. So medium's the uh, biggest they had smallest. Yeah smallest or, or a smallest idea yeah. So here you go deadly right. class pennant Kevin you get to keep this shit. You don't fucking need <laughs> Exactly. I hate, what, what, I hate what, this tchotchke stuff. What do you mean tchotchke? Like, no, it's cool. Why it. would you hate it? Get off the table. What are you throwing it on hate the ground it. for? Oh, I got some sci-fi pencils. Uh, Great. Get to the pins, pencil dude. sharpener and a deadly class eraser. I like in it. A deadly class That's really cute. pencil case. It is. It's real cool for all the classes you're going to. Hey, you know what? You can put all sorts of things in here. You can put you can put uh you can put uh USBs in here. Mm -hmm. You can put keys, vibrators? change, vibrators. Think about of certain sizes. Just non-stop weed in there, you know? Non-stop, dude. I got a t-shirt. T-shirts, fine. I'll give it to you. Am I, I like allowed it. to wear this? That's I like really, that. You like the cool shirt. Thing? Are you allowed to wear it? Yeah. Is it cool enough by the like Tim it. Gettys motto oh, here yeah. to wear it? Yeah, it's dope. Okay, cool, cool. I, I, I like. Feel how soft this sweatshirt is. Oh yeah, right? I like. That. Oh, that's that's cool. Got a King's Dominion sweatshirt. That's really awesome. Yeah, I like this one a lot. This is a good mm -hmm. one. Let's go on. I'm all about shirts that aren't on the nose of what mm -hmm. they are. Yeah, it's the best. Deadly class trade paperback of horse. That's really pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Got a cool deadly class book. Is this like the well. whole book or is this just one? No, nah, this is volume one. This oh, is okay. volume one. What, uh, it's, it's ongoing, right? Yeah, still going on. Still great. But it, but it's volume one of like made up of several different comics. Is that what you're saying? It's what it would be the first five or six issues, depending on how they break oh, it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's how they do trade paperbacks or whatever, so you can read them in order. Then like for it. Joey Noel, cool. I brought back uh, a Saya oh, uh, coaster. Joey! Because she loves uh, her from the Ollie Girls movie, you know what I mean? All the so, girls all, the, all the boys that you loved movies. Uh -huh. I can't, that's a weird title for me to try to keep straight. All the, all boys the boys I loved, I've loved before. before. Mm, can't do it. Can't do it. Back in the I'm year. glad you don't, I'm glad you're giving up on trying though. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you just gotta uh -huh. lean into it, right? I've tried to say words before and then I just gave up on them. Uh -huh. I got you, your girl, Lana, a little thing here. Thank you. I never got the chance to talk to her, but I saw her uh -huh. along with the author who wrote the book. Jenny she Hawk. exists? Yeah. She's real. Wait, she, she wrote this or no, no? no. She wrote Twelve Boys. Uh, Rick okay. Remender was there as well, oh. and I will have you know, ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. I was too shy to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. It's because he. It's the same deal of like so he came crazy. off the he came off the red carpet and he would talk to people and then but he was like he talked to people he knew those people and then he was getting interviewed and stuff and it's just like. Greg, here's what you fucking so do. It's hard for me to walk over this. You in the just say, of it. hey, on the back of your comic, you are quoting Benjamin Bailey from IGN. Say, I fucking started IGN. I mean, I, I fucking, I've never met Benjamin Bailey, and 9. I never 4 will. 4 out of 10 from Benjamin Bailey? I, I put up the nice photos, of course, of me and Jen on the red carpet with our phones, but they took Polaroids, too. So there's cool. a Polaroid oh. of me and Jen on the red carpet. Followed by, then they had the little things there with the blazer you could take, your class mm -hmm. photo. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? See, I picked uh, uh, class of 2019 on one, Tim. Mm-hmm. Jen picked biggest flirt as you can see in that one. Mm. Then I said life of the party on my next one. And then Jen said most likely to survive and gave the sexy eyes. You know what I mean? That's how she does it. And then I got stickers to put on the Polaroid as well. So it all in all pretty good night for swag for things I really enjoy. That's awesome. It was weird. It was weird to go to something and be totally out of my element. Yeah. Because I don't go to, you know, game stuff, whatever. Especially because then it was also that weird thing of like, me and Jen were joking and giggling about it. Like, no one knows who the fuck we are. Like, I walked in and it was like, it was a lady who came over. We walked into the screening area and like, there's all these seats that say reserved. And we're like, do we just sit anywhere? And she's like, oh yeah, you guys can take reserved. And I was like, okay. And, Jen's, and we, Jen sat down. I was like, I walked over and I'm like, 
hey, are you sure we can take reserve? And she's like, yeah, you know, it's going to be Rick over there and then the cast and then you. And I'm like, who do you? I'm not who you think I am. What did she say? <laughs> she's like, aren't you Miles? And I'm like, no, I'm not Miles. And she's like, why did you say you were Miles? I'm like, you didn't ask if I was Miles. That's hilarious. Like, Nobody yes. said it was Miles. Nobody said I was Miles. No, no one ever said Miles. Miles never came out of your mouth until you said, aren't you Miles? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, that's so funny. That's so then I went back. I row back. And that's when the cast Turns all said. Turns out she but yeah, it was a really fun time. It was a cool, cool thing to do and uh, stretch my legs, do something different. And then wait, you're going to New York this week for Discovery? No, no, no. no. Well, yes, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, that's yeah, so fun. Yeah, so if you're having watching games daily this week, yeah, Thursday I'm hosting the red carpet premiere of Star Trek Discovery Season 2, interviewing the cast and crew there. Uh, that'll be on Facebook. It's on Facebook.com slash Star Trek CBS. I want to say it's at 4 p.m. Pacific. Oh, seven, so Yeah, 7 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, and then I get to go see the, go, go with them then to the premiere screening and then go to the after party there too. Fucking oh, cool, man. So Where cool. if Rick Remender's so jealous. Good. Yeah. If I fly to New York, can you just get me into the after party? Totally, man. You know who hooked this gig up for us? Carl. Yeah, Chris yeah. Carl, man. Love of course, Mega Theory. He's like, hey, well, I'm doing this thing. You want to do it? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do it. That's, That's awesome. So fun. And that was. The, and are you going to watch it all? Are you going to like? Are you? Popping? I'm two episodes away from watching it all. And yeah, that's, that's the funniest thing about it. Where we even? No, 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 no. Chris Carl, old IG. I find Chris Carl. He used to do cheap free shit. He had a show yeah, called Free He was Shit. a producer of Free Shit. Yeah, he yeah. was ahead of his fucking time. Free way ahead of his time. You would love him. Oh, yeah, we got to get Chris Carl and Andy doing content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was that he hit me up and it was right after I think I had been saying on, I had a conversation with Tim and then a conversation with Jared on a, uh, I think it was Games Daily for you with Jared for a post show, I think for Game Over Greggy show of like, I wanted to, I, you know, I miss stretching my legs and doing stuff outside of the norm, right? In terms of hosting gigs. Mm -hmm. And then this one came around of like, yeah, I've never done a red carpet. And yeah, I haven't watched Star Trek at all. I like the movies, but I haven't watched uh, Dis Discovery. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, once I signed the deal, I started watching Discovery and I'm like, fuck, I'm really surprised it, I like it. It's fucking good. Because you know how I'm about space generally, but like, I totally like it. Um, uh, The main character, Michael. I forget her. Sinequa, uh, yeah. I think is her name. She, and she was on Walking yeah, Dead, and I yeah. liked her on that. She's great on this. I love the She's fucking awesome. Yeah, and then Michelle Yeoh's awesome in this. Have you done? Are you done? Did you watch it all? Yeah, I finished the whole thing. Dude, I got to the episode. I marathoned it in Argentina. I got to the episode yesterday or two days ago where it's there on the time loop mm -hmm. with Rain Wilson. I was like, this is fucking, fucking brilliant. Cool. This it's is cool. so cool. Like, yeah, this Shout is really Rain Wilson cool. who plays like a good villain. Yeah, right. Yeah, he plays like a recurring role. Wow, villain I gotta watch just comes it. Up, he just pops up every once in a while. I'm like, how many episodes is it? Eleven. For season one, for, yeah. okay. it's really cool too because unlike a lot of Star Trek shows, like we, I think I'm watching the Next Generation right now. The Next Generation is like they have some like seasonal arcs, but for the most part, it's a kind of monster of the week where it's like, what's going to happen? Like I'm on an episode right now where Captain Picard and Ensign Rowe uh, beam and, and Guinan beam back from the from a fucking planet and they came back as kids. Oh, you know, yeah. It's just shit like that. You're like, oh, okay, that's a little. How bit are they stretch. gonna find? How are they oh, gonna figure this out? Yeah. Like, let's go play. We're kids, and then they're just like, no, I'm fucking freaked out. We're kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is I don't want to go through puberty again. Uh, but Discovery is just basically one fucking intense plot line through the entire thing, and occasional breaks like that. That episode was like an occasional. Break. For the most part, it's the overarching plot and it's, war with the Klingons, and yeah. it goes fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a, the the concept is I think Damn, it happens I mean, like I, I, I want to say it happens like I love Mass Effect. You know me, and uh, this is the I highest compliment I can give it is that. I've been enjoying it so much. I'm like, I gotta go back and play Andromeda. I yeah. gotta, I gotta play Andromeda, man. Well, it it takes place like on ten years before Kirk's Enterprise. So the captain of the Enterprise is still Captain Pike. Which, if you know anything about uh, the original series, Pike was in the pilot episode. Kirk wasn't, and they, I guess, we're gonna go with him. But for some reason, they they decided to recast that and bring in Captain Kirk instead. And this all ties into the, the, the discoveries in the movie universe. 
Discovery, uh, I mean, I'm sure it is because yeah. they, they really? reference. I mean, I, they reference different shows. Yeah. I don't know if Discovery was referenced. In the unless I mean, that, that's I remember the original pitch for Discovery. Unless that's drastically changed. Kevin, can I get a fact check? I don't, on that? I don't, I don't know. I mean, for I'll sure look it up. But isn't in 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 the movie isn't Pike uh, his dad? Or? No, no. The Chris Hemsworth. Is, Captain Pike is the one that uh, is Bruce Greenwood. He's the guy that. Oh does right, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say that. I mean, without I want you to ch- fact check me, but yes, it is because spoilers. Season two, season one's cliffhanger is them going to help the Enterprise and help Captain Pike. There's a different point in. That's pretty cool. There's a di- in in uh, the a in Sorry. in the episode. Whatever you should have watched about it. it was, <laughs> no, this, it was that doesn't really at all. That do, to my knowledge doesn't at all affect the Klingon plot. No, line, which not is at all. Is. But it's just a super Easter egg. I fucking geeked out where they end up leaving the the base and they're in uh they, they've uh don't tell me because i, I want to know how i don't want to know oh, then i'm not gonna spoil it for you it's, I, all it's i just, know is that just happens cool. because of the thing they sent me to read for games daily how's the production value it's fucking phenomenal yeah it's part it's the best star trek show that's ever been produced it's awesome. gorgeous awesome and the acting is unbelievable like they got michelle yo yeah who's like she's really good fucking ridiculous man you're selling me on this dude this i gotta watch got michelle cool. yo, and they got the too, guy dude. the guy that played um uh lucius malfoy is yeah. the captain of the discovery and he's awesome. Nick, if I can get you season one of Nirvana the Band the Show, will you watch it and I'll watch this? I've already watched. No, I've already watched Discovery. I don't need to watch your dumb online show. No, but show. I'll watch Discovery. I don't I'm watch saying. shit on, on online anymore, man. He I doesn't, man. He's online. over it. He hates no, I can he get it. I can get it to uh, you physically. And the guy that plays, uh, I forget I forget the guy's the actor's name, but he's the one that plays the second, the, the first in command. He's really, really tall. He played the body double in, uh, he was the the fish thing in uh, Shape of Water. He's also the guy from Pain's Labyrinth. Yeah, that's it. And he's He's fucking, He's fucking rad, dude. Is that yeah. Vision? No. No, that's no, Paul not Bettany. Paul Benny. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, can you do you know yet? I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, really? he's, he's like every fucking so, speaking of the, creature. the Star Trek continuity canon stuff. Sure. Like the movies technically are also in canon with the TV shows anyway. Not anymore be- because the movies have diverged because of the timeline. But but like that doesn't matter. I yeah. mean still no, back in the day, like I just finished an episode where Scotty was on the next generation because he he uh he was his ship went down and they were about to die and he caught himself in a he decided that he was going to put himself into the transporter and perpetually beam himself uh-huh. until someone came and rescued him. That was really so cool. So he stopped himself like he just kept his particles were in the fucking ethos and then they brought him back down and so it was like Scotty on the Enterprise but it was like a hundred years in the future. And Kirk has done movies with where they they've done movies where um, Picard and Kirk have mm-hmm. like teamed up together. That was in uh, I think it was Generations. Yeah. Generations. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's cool. Yeah, it's all it's all I mean it's all canonical. Which is what's cool that about is, it is the Enterprise. So cool. I think the one the, in, the, in the next generation is like the Enterprise bullshit. D or something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. And people are fucking freaking out and listening. Like, you're a fucking idiot. That's, none of this is right. But yeah, yeah, that's why I like Star Trek because it's just this one long. And, and Voyager and Deep Space Nine, they're all in the same universe. And like the characters, like Worf's and uh, I think Worf's and uh, Voyager, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I never really bullshit. like cared for Star Trek at all because like when growing up, it very much was like, why would you like that? I like Star Wars, and like well, you had to choose a side. It was totally. always on the at JJ like Abrams. PM. Yeah, it was like a little <laughs> too late. The JJ Abrams movie was a, such a moment for me where I went in, I was like, holy shit, that was fucking amazing. They like yeah. MCU'd Star Trek exactly. <laughs> yeah. did a good job it's like this that. is this is fantastic. And then the sequel came, and it was like the first. Thirty minutes are amazing, and then the rest of the movie, you're like, oh, God. yeah, they I mean, were it's all action. It's not bad. Say, right? I'm not so, finding anything direct. 
Okay. Uh, well, when I Googled the sentence, yeah, I got a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, but how does Discovery fit in the larger Star Trek timeline? The CBS series will serve as a prequel to the original Star Trek, sent 10 years before the adventures of Kirk and Spock. The writers have said that Discovery will maintain continuity with the old series and events from Discovery will explain plot points in the original Trek. For Trek nerds out there, this means that Discovery takes place in the prime timeline, which is where each of the television series and the original films live. In 2009, J.J. Abrams rebooted the series with the Star Trek uh, film, creating a new timeline for the already confusing Trek universe in the film of Bad Guy, which we knew, right? So it's all, this is before, this is leading up to the Star Trek uh, William Shatner series. Yeah. And then, but even though the, the J.J. Abrams yeah, movies do tie so in. like, in real people talk, it's not canon to the new movies, so but it is. This sounds like X-Men. all bullshit. It sounds like yeah, X-Men. Exactly. No, I mean, it's because in the X-Men way, it is, yeah. but like, Forget everything you know. Right. <laughs> That's fascinating because you know. I, it, but it's like the J.J. Abrams films, which I enjoy so much, like, uh, but, were my first introduction mm -hmm. to Pike. So when I saw the Pike stuff, I was like, I know who that is, even if I don't know who it is. Pike, yeah. Pike was in the original series as the, as the original captain of the Enterprise. I forgot why they decided to get him out other than I think they just wanted someone a little bit more charismatic in the role. And then Pike comes back later. So he has another, he reprises the role of Pike. The guy, the actor came back and played Pike in another episode where he's like, it was, it's fucked up because he's like paralyzed. He can't move. But he's oh, part of a machine. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see how they do that. But no, to answer your question, I don't remember there being. I know I've never seen the ship Discovery in any of the other stuff before. I believe that's a brand new invention here. But they do at some point meet up with the old school Enterprise, and it's a fucking awesome moment because it looks like the Enterprise from the original series. And that's you, cool. I fucking geeked out. It feels like it was forever ago that I remember them advertising this at uh, New York Comic Con mm -hmm. when I was there working for RT. And seeing like all the big stuff all over, like the Star Trek Discovery, and just wondering, like, I bet you that's gonna tank. Right? No, I <laughs> no, no. Really. But here, here was, I mean, real talk. That my criticism was that they put it behind a paywall because I saw it and I was like, I love Star Trek. I watched Enterprise, and I'm a huge defender of Enterprise. <clears> Everyone <throat> was like, that show was dumb, and it got canceled very prematurely because it was kind of dumb. But I liked it a lot. That was one with Scott Bakula and Julian Blaylock, yeah, yeah. and like it was like it was like farther in the past of like one of the first ships that could go outside of our solar system. Um, I thought that was really cool. The reason I like Star Trek now as I'm older, and again, there's room in my heart for both. I still love Star Wars. But Star Trek is cool because it was always about the science fiction and the morality of what, what, what people were doing. Star Wars was always action fantasy. And, and fantasy, and that was more about blasters and lightsabers. But it's cool to see, like, there was a... Um, there, I literally watched an episode of the, the Next Generation. I mean, this must have been done in the 90s. That was about Riker falling in love with a um, a being that in a society that's genderless, but she has decided that she wants her gender to be female because she's attracted to Riker, and how that's not that's like shamed. She's shamed for it in her society, and, and they have to go through and they have to put her through like a reorientation like procedure in therapy and like fuck up her brain and stuff like that. So like they dealt with some really deep shit. They've always dealt with really deep shit in Star Wars or Star Trek, and that's why I like it. And that's the thing for me, not being a. Uh, uh, having any basis, yeah, not being tricky, but I mean, not, like with the original shows, I think I once or twice on a Saturday afternoon would see uh, Captain Picard up to no good and watch Luke. And I, I Scott, I remember the only one I British or Frenchman. The only uh, episode I remember is the Tribbles episode or whatever, the Trouble, where they Tribbles. where they went back to the Enterprise with Kirk, but it was like you know they were working behind the scenes and stuff, and I was like oh, that's a cool idea of like that, but I never paid attention. Watching the show all the way through, I'm with you and like. 
when it starts that the original premise and not the original premise, but the way they introduce Burnham, I was very much like, oh, so this is going to be a lot like the Star Trek movies that I've seen the you mm-hmm. know, the, the new ones where, okay, cool. She's number one. She'll be disgraced. She'll come back. She'll be the captain. That's the deal or right. whatever. And like, maybe that's how the season ends, but like, we're definitely not there now. And the way they've developed her character, the motivations they've given her, the tie to the, her original captain, like when uh, I don't want to spoil stuff, I guess, yeah. but like yeah. what? Except for oh, the last stuff. Except, it's whatever. Okay. This is more like, it, I mean, like for 11 episodes. Don't spoil the actual story stuff. Like, exactly. Like the Easter egg stuff, that sucks. And like her relationship cool with the, the, the fish dude. Uh, you know, yeah. the way that like people and are evolving and changing in that ep- in the universe. Yeah, I think a perfect example is the guy, I forget his name, uh, the blonde guy. Rap, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anthony Rap. Anthony Rap. Yep, name. yep, yep. His character starts, and that arc is crazy. He starts yeah. as a dick, and then at the end, you're like, this guy's awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's very cool. Have you gotten to the, the big twist yet? The real big twist yet? You you must have, right? I, don't, I mean, I need a little bit more than that. Yeah, I'll have to talk off air because I don't want to spoil this for okay. people. Involving Klingons? No, well, shout out. Sorry to keep talking, but like, and this is another selling point. The way they do Klingons in this is fucking awesome. Because Klingons have, have been very much like, I guess they, they've been pretty similar since the original series. Like, they've uh, a little bit here and there. Like, they had a little makeup on and then they the, the crown foreheads. But they've always been like this warring culture. This, they're like a totally different race of things and they don't they speak Klingon they don't speak English that much and it's yeah, just it's, it's a lot so, of captions. it's a lot of captions but it's That's really cool. well done because you feel like really immersed in Klingon in, in, in the world but in this world it starts and we haven't seen Klingons in like a hundred years so like they have we have they, there was a big war we haven't encountered them Every the Federation doesn't know where they are and they they start and they find this thing that's just in the middle of this junk like the scrapyard and they're like what the fuck is this thing it's just so cool yeah <laughs> it's a really cool show yeah. and they didn't pay me to say that they're paying me to host the thing on Thursday man yeah, you would like love it. Mass Effect Nick I played Mass Effect. Oh, did he? He mind playing this man. He was out there drilling them every night. I think I played. I played Mass Effect Two, right? That was the one where you had to mine the planets a lot. Yeah. Not the one with the the rover. Yeah. Get, yeah. The, get the, the squad mates. Yeah, I really liked Mass Effect. Cool. I liked it a lot, and then I played a little bit of three, and then I just I just couldn't get into it. Cool. Um, unfortunately. Andromeda, yeah. I'm still waiting for that to come out. That came out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. Whatever. Um. <laughs> you guys got any other stories? Not really. No. I, and unabashedly, Reggie says, worst date blunders. Andy, I want you to answer that. What's some of your worst date blunders? Nothing, if, honestly, let's get nothing to know Andy. really. You suck. I, I hate those questions because I, I was never the type to ever... I don't know. I've always just been so paranoid of embarrassing myself that I like make sure I go to every link to not embarrass myself. Sure. I've never had any like weird first date thing. And even if... Because the way I approach stuff, I was always so afraid of rejection that it was always like... I would text with the with the girl first for a long time, and we would get to know each other through text. Gotcha. So the first time we ever kind of like went on a date, it was like you knew we kind of knew each other. Yeah. Um. I I was always just so paranoid of like, let's go on a first date. Oh, it went bad. Oh shit. Like I, mm. that shit like fucks with my anxiety real bad. You know. Okay. So okay. I never really had. A first date and, oh, I took a shit in my pants or whatever, you know. Well, you haven't done that since being a kid, apparently, and you want to hold that over our heads all the time. God forbid we like fucking have an accident. Cool adult. I almost shit my pants uh, leaving the mall that one time. Remember that? Told yeah, that I do story. remember that. You had to run. Running saw, into saw, Macy's. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't, I don't know this story. You which, don't know this story? Which one of us was the one where, like, I think, wasn't well, it you? Didn't that happen again where we pulled in and it was a big traffic jam? You were like, no, nope. oh, this, right yeah. this was right here. This was right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost shit your pants like yeah, yeah like, like I ago. needed to go to the restroom and then you know Nick turned into this street right here and as we turn in <laughs> there's another vehicle here and we I know that there isn't parking until like way further down I was like I gotta get out right here guys and <laughs> I fucking ran up out. and just took a dumper uh, 
But no, but the story of leaving the mall was like the horrifying one where I'm with Robin and we're leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, told you I thought you guys were like leaving. No, 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 no. This mall. is like, do you want to go to Macy's? Like, yeah, probably. And then that one, it was like, it just started multiplying and multiplying. And like, where's the Russian? Where's the, running up the stairs? Like, where's the Russian? Uh, man, where's the Russian at? Oh, wait, in the back corner. And just running and then like opening the fucking stall door and then like sitting down and like, there's nobody, there may be somebody in here, I'm not sure, but right now this is more priority than closing that fucking door in yeah. front of me. Yeah. So just, and it was just like, if I would have waited a, a split second more, like, oh my God, it would have been the a kind disaster. Where, like, it's the kind where you have to time it properly so it arcs right in as you're kind of sitting yes, down. Yes, that's know? exactly what oh happened, yeah. I made it. And I was so worried about like, if I shit my <laughs> pants, what do I, how do I leave this Macy's? Do I they steal a pair of pants? Yeah, yeah they sell no, them. you sell pants. You go out there and just put it. Like, I'm gonna try because I would have just like left out. everything in God, there. Start yeah. new. You got to move out now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robin, buy pants and bring them to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any <laughs> kind. I don't care. I heard you ran into Gia's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt really bad because I forgot her name. Yeah, because there's just a lot of there's a, a lot, lot of people. people. Abigail. Um, Jenna. No, Jenna. Yeah, oh, close. Yeah. Um, yeah, me, uh, me, Robin, Yusuf, and Becky went to. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Star Belly. Star Belly. Yeah, oh, that's a good restaurant. restaurant. A, a lot of good, a lot of good food there. Yeah, what yeah. is it? Some kind of food. Um, it's Italian. It's, it? No, it's called like a. It's just like Americana sort of thing. Yeah. Like they have burgers. They have all these cool appetizers. But uh, we went there because after that, uh, we were meeting up with some more Ubisoft people to watch uh, Jason Mansukis and Nick Kroll. <sighs> and I forgot the other guy, oh. Seth something, who's on a lot of things. He's on like Green, Children's Hospital. McFarland. No. Myers. You, you, you'll, if you see him, you'll be like, oh, that guy. But he's kind of like always a secondary character in a lot of comedies. Okay. Um, and yeah, we watched their sort of stand up, which was kind of like the content was funny, but the sound of the Castro was abysmal. Mm, that's the worst. Where they go up there and they have these fucking microphones and they're like, the guy, the first guy who went up there was really funny. He was an opener and <laughs> his whole bit was conversations on Facebook and how like, Oh, this company supports same-sex marriage. Like, fuck this company. And then this guy creates like HR accounts for this company, and it'll be like, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings saying like, "We don't care, Henry." You know, like shit like that. And it's like it was a really funny bit, but you could barely hear him. Um, I was like, I hope this doesn't happen for the rest of the show. The worst, and sure enough, dude. all of them come out like, "Hey, what's going on? Do y'all hear us well?" And everybody's like, "No, Whoa. like we cannot hear you." Damn. And the whole time, like. Nick Kroll keeps like adjusting his mic and it like becomes a bit where Jason Manzugas is like crying a laughter. He's like, I could watch you adjust your mic for an hour and a half all day. <laughs> like I, if that were the whole show, I would love that. It was just a fucking nightmare. It was really, really bad. Chris Dealey, uh, the Comedians of the World specially mm -hmm. did that on Netflix. Did you watch it yet? Mm -hmm. uh, it starts off, he comes out and he has a mic. And he's got, hey, what's up? And he like starts talking into <laughs> it. It's not the on. mic's not on. And then eventually he turns on and he goes, hey, the sound guy. He had one job, literally, to be a stand-up comedian. I walk out here. I need a mic. That's all I need. That's all I need. I just need a fucking mic. <laughs> and it didn't work. Great. This is a great start. And, like, it was so funny how he just like. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Anyone who's ever thrown a live event in a venue like that. You just want to fuck. I would have been so guys. frustrated because, like, I mean, you never know. With Chris, you never know. It's possible that he just told him to do that so he can yeah. figure out shit. But like, with the people do that, like, the, I know comics all the time that'll be like, like, I there's a friend of mine that has a comic. Like, if someone's playing music, he has a specific song that's like super racist that they play, and then he goes up there and is like, "Wow, you played that one song about me." And it's just part of his shtick. He's like, "No, nah, I'm just kidding. I fucking told him to play that." Um, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> you probably have. Uh, he's really, really funny. Um, so you never know. But yeah, I mean, I, I actually uh, I did want to talk about the shit arcade because they did shit arcade oh, yeah. the other day. Really, really fun. Uh, and you you weren't on the arcade part of it, though, right? No. You opened. Is that I it? haven't quite 
got the graduated to the point where Drucker wants me to be on the show yet. I just get to open the show and then um, heckle him from the wings nice. of the show. Nice. Sounds like the ideal place for you to be. Though. It was really fun. I, ca- I just kept running and getting him drinks. And I would just hand him drinks. And he was like, I don't want it anymore. Classic I'm like, Nick just Vick. drink it and don't fucking, <laughs> don't fucking ask any questions. Just drink it. Don't and Drucker is a very paranoid human being. So like he can't tell if I'm joking with him or not if I'm trying to roofie him and like yeah. embarrass him. Yeah. So he begrudgingly drinks it because he's just prone to bullies. Sure. You of know? course. But also <laughs> he worked with us for a long time. Yeah, he did. So he's probably like I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna do whatever Nick says because I'm prone to he's bullies. He's used to you. But I also have a distrust of anyone that's Nick. Um, but it was really fun because Paul Shear was actually on the show and I asked Mike afterward. I was so like, How cool. did you get? Like, how do you it's know so fucking awesome. Paul Shear? Because he was fucking hilarious. Um, and actually, a lot of my friends ended up coming. Um, not you guys because you know. You guys like I, I was like, watching another special. I was in Andy Mexico. was just doing something. Else You're always there to support me for my thing, so it's cool. I understand. I, mean, I went to the daily class thing. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Don't turn this around. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, man. Um, no, but I asked Drucker. I was like, "How the fuck did you get Paul Shear? How do you know Paul Shear? Because I thought maybe they just gave you. He's got to know everybody. He doesn't. They actually uh, SF Sketchfest because this was part of Sketchfest reached out to him and said, "Do you want anyone that's on the lineups?" And I didn't know Sketchfest did this. Fucking really cool that they actually organized this. Um, and he was like, "I'll take who like anyone. Like I'd, I'll put anyone on the show that wants to be a part of it." And and they go, "What about Paul Shear?" Like he's into, he kind of likes games and he'd be good. And Ed Drucker's like, can I get fucking Paul Shear? Yeah, I'll get fucking Paul Shear. That's great. And yeah, he just was there. That's right. That's, oh, that's awesome. Cool. Paul nice Shear is fucking amazing. He's funny. He's fuck. great. God, I love, I love the 80s stuff. Like he was so good in that. But like I keep talking about the show Burning Love that is a four season parody of The Bachelor yeah. is probably one of the most brilliant. It's like American Vandal, but a Bachelor. Yeah. It's too good. Doesn't make any sense. Well, that, that's and his was, wife's funny as shit too. Who's his wife? Don't know her name. I'm gonna look it up. But she's Amelia Earhart. so fucking funny. Though. I mean, what was really <laughs> cool? And I married her. What's really cool is like I kind of start to I started to know all these comedians through like watching the league. Sure. And so like Jason Mantugas and Nick Kroll are there, and then Paul Shear was on your show. Like that's just so fucking cool. Really I love cool. that whole little troop of comedians. Oh, it's uh, he's married to June uh, Diane Raphael. I guess is her yes. name. She's from uh, Gracie and Frank. Oh, she's the she plays with the, oh. the, the eldest daughter. Okay. She's funny as fuck. She's really funny. Yeah, she's the Bachelorette. The league's a great show, man. Um, if because I know Jason Mantukas also comes out in. Oh God, what other show is he in? What other show is Jason Mantukas? Well, in? first off, he was in a movie called The House. Thanks, for, thanks for asking, Andy. Which was oh, the movie that, that I used guy. to. That remember, we were sitting next to each other, and you're like, "Why are you laughing so hard on the plane?" And I was like, "This is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life." You're like, Nick. Stop laughing. It's, <laughs> he's great. He's great in it. Oh, yeah. He's um, hilarious. I forgot what show he was in kind of sort of after the league, but in the league, that's where he is. I want to say he was in him. Transparent. That's he where yeah. that's where he's like the most him in the league. So much so that the league does like, you know, it's about a fantasy group of people yeah, playing fantasy football. Better everything though, right? But there are like side episodes where it's him and Seth Rogen, because Seth Rogen's in like maybe five oh, episodes of the guy. league. And so he's a a porn director named something Randy mm-hmm. and so they just have like yes you're used to the league of like these this group of people playing fantasy football and being funny and stuff but sometimes Jason Manzoukas and Seth Rogen have like their side stories where they just like have to smuggle drugs out of Mexico or like just weird shit like that's like is this the league like it's really weird but it's fucking hilarious like I forgot what he was in before or after the league that we kind of knew him more as you know uh, I guess he was an American dad so workaholics there's the league then there was some other show that might not be another show. It might be the league. But Justice was, League Unlimited. It yeah. was no. It was about like a, a college football team 
That's Blue Mountain State. Blue Mountain State. And that fucking show. For, I will stand by the fact that season one of that show is the funniest season of any television I, ever made. I've only seen random episodes here it's and there so at uh, friends' houses. It's so raunchy and got it. I remember it being it's the fucking so funniest shit. Fucking funny. Never and mind, it got, everything I love gets canceled. And a lot of people say, Nick, it's because you have terrible taste. I don't think so. I think it's because it's all ahead of its time. Yeah. You're ahead Greg of your time. That's what I've been saying for a long a lot time. Of people say that. Greg the money. Yeah. Clone High, man. I didn't Fuck realize yeah, oh. that it was done Clone by High. the same people who did Spider-Verse. Really? really? Yeah. I and, didn't know that. And I noticed this on my second and then third viewing of Spider-Verse. But in, when they're in Times Square and you see all the posters for the weird movies, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's that, that like, Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of the other ones is uh, Clone College. Oh, wow. That's cool. Oh. And it was it the same producers or the same writer or what? Same director. Well, I thought it was Gendy. It was like a weird group, but it was the it's Miller. Miller and Lloyd. No Those shit. Guys. They did Clown. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, they shit. were that old. But like I they 21 were Jump Street and that. It's like, yeah, I get it. Way, Clown way high. back in the 1980s. Man, yeah, I was yeah. so bummed when that got pulled. It was great. I totally it understood got, why. Did you ever finish it? Because it got pulled early. So we never knew how it ended in America. But Canada ran the whole thing. No. And eventually it got online. You can I gotta go back it. and look at it's it. It's not a, it's a very sad ending for a show that got canceled. Is it? They freeze all the clones again. Oh, that's <laughs> But they're like still, they're like frozen, but it's still like sentient. It's like, Jesus. That's dark. Yeah. That's real dark. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four best friends gather on this table, each bringing a topic about whatever's going on in their life, and they just fucking talk, and you like it. If you like it, go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can ask us questions on the bronze tier. We'll jump into some more of those on the post show here and save them for next week as well. Uh, You can get it early on the silver tier as well, ad-free, as an MP3, pre- and post shows, as a video. It's all there in one beautiful package if you don't want to spend any money though during january i want the fundraising where if you enjoy us we're raising money for the future of kind of funny we really appreciate every dollar you could possibly give us no big deal you can get it each and every friday youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe until next time we're gonna do the post show it's been our pleasure to i got a big question for the post show what is the big question before you cut it We'll have to, no, we'll, have to, well, the no that's the tease. Give the them question. the question. The tease is there's a big question. Is it going to be a good question or going to be a bullshit question? It's, it's an, it's, to be completely honest with you, it's Decent. an all right question because I don't know if you guys know the answer or not. Dirty is it Randy. how much more beer does Cool Greg have? No, it's not. Cool Greg! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 